Jessie is a full-time finance grad, and at the same time, she is studying psychology part-time. I work at the same place as Jessie, and often out of nowhere, she hits you with these thought-provoking questions, and shares her interesting perspectives on them too. And of course, I welcome them. The following conversation with Jessie was not an exception in that it took a lot of unexpected turns. I had a lot of fun talking to her about YouTube, bespoke clothing and accessories, and fashion, and many other things too. The highlight of the conversation has to be when she shared her phone notes with us. So someone said, the window to the soul is not the eyes, but your phone notes. And I think Jessie's phone notes are the prime example of that. I think it's got her whole life on it. I'm grateful for this podcast as a platform to get to know other people better. And I'm grateful for you to be here supporting me by listening to this. So thank you. If you feel like following me, do consider checking out my Instagram or YouTube. And I am on most other podcast platforms too, including Spotify. On all platforms I go by, everything goes with Pascal. And yup, just everything goes was already taken. Thank you again for tuning in. And I hope you enjoy my conversation with Jesse Liu. Let me get my notes out. No, oh, snap. Better you have it. a Word doc for me, don't you? Yeah, then I've got a Google doc. doc. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Do I have a cool intro as well? Oh, you, you I feel like cool I intro. feel like everyone is like, you know, they have some accomplishment that you talk about and I'm just some person you picked up from a company. <laughs> no, a lot of people do say that when I ask them for like, oh, do you want to be on my podcast? Yeah. Like I do get sometimes like, oh, but bro, like you've had like these guys, like these people on... <laughs> And bro, like, I haven't done anything. But the thing is, everyone says that. You know what yeah. I mean? So everyone feels everyone feels some sort of imposter syndrome. Yeah, but you just had a, like, med student who's becoming a surgeon and, like, someone who runs a shop. And I'm just like, hi. <laughs> well, you, you, you are a, you know, successful graduate <laughs> and who's studying uh, psychology at the same time <laughs> and who's made this shit, everyone. <laughs> everyone, she's made this. She's made this. Oh, I hope that microphone didn't peak. <laughs> yeah. Be- before we go on, I see that... I- I- am, I- am I tripping or is my camera a bit crooked? Uh, <laughs> Looks a bit crooked. It's not just yeah, me. Yeah. Okay, we'll be right back, everyone. <laughs> We're back. Thank you. Well, I think you guys look fine. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? You guys look a bit crooked, but I mean, I don't know. You look fine. Anyways, Jesse, you made this. Oh, God, we're starting so off with this. For the listeners... And the viewers, if you can't see it clearly, it's a, well, it looks like a leather bag that's off-white color. And you can't see any, like, branding on it. But it's like off-white color with the gold accent around it. And if you know, if you've been watching this, I love fashion. <laughs> I love, I, I built a new appreciation for handmade bespoke objects. Shout out Andrew Okuston. Hey. And... Yeah, this and Jesse was like, I, I make I make bags, and she brought this and she uses this. This is a beautiful piece, Jesse, and it was your first piece. Yeah, well, and it's the only one I kept because usually I make them for like my friends for their birthdays and whatnot. Yeah, you give away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think um, the thing about giving it away, and I think I did like um watch Andrew's um episode. Yeah. And- <laughs> Shout out to Andrew. Shout out I Andrew. don't know you, but hi. You should go say hi. <laughs> it's so nice. But um. <clears throat> what kind of resonated resonated with me about mm. that episode was the fact that he mentioned that oh you don't really I don't really like selling pieces yeah. that you make. I think it's a little bit different with um 
uh, things that I put so much effort into. Because one thing I add, I do make and I do sell are things like music samples. I think if I, I think we had a conversation before. We don't really believe in natural talent, but I think if I were to pick a natural talent, it would be music.、Mm. Things like um the fact that I just tuned your guitar、yeah. with Altatuner, um perfect pitch. I think having Having that is, is what makes me so passionate about music and what makes things so much more enjoyable. It's kind of almost poetic in a way because I kind of listen to my life in music because everything, if it has a pitch, I kind of like sing it in my head as well. So,、um, but when I make music samples, I think I'm more comfortable selling that one because it's not that I don't put effort into it. It's just that I put a lot less effort into it because、okay. it's something that comes naturally to me. Whereas I put so much effort into that because I'm just saying no one. Falls out of the sky with like a needle <laughs> and like an ability to like sew things really well.、Um, some people might pick it up easily, but for me,、um, it was a learning journey.、Yeah. And I don't know. It's just it doesn't feel right to me.、Mm. I, I don't know if "right" is the right word, but it doesn't feel right if I sell it. I remember、um, making like embroidery, and my mom kind of like joked about.、It. She's like, "Oh, this is so nice.、Um, what if we sell it?" And I just felt really like. No, I just put so much effort into that. I don't、mm. want to sell it. Like I want to give it to someone who's gonna, you know, hang it up on their wall and let's look at it and feel really special. And I think that's like the difference between. That's kind of like why I make like making things so much. One, the satisfaction making something out of nothing, and two, it's like if I have someone that you know I give it to, it just makes them feel special, which makes me feel special. And yeah, how about <laughs> someone goes, oh, just I really like this. Like I saw your friend. That you made this for your friend. Yeah, I want to pay for this joint. That ha- has happened before. At okay. My,、um, Commission. When,、uh, yeah, actually, yeah. when I was in、um, uni, I had a、um, part-time job, and I remember one of my I made a bag for a friend's birthday,、mm. and then she brought it to work because we worked at the same place part-time. And then、um, someone else saw it. She's like, "Oh, can I buy one off you?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure."、Um, nice. Yeah, I feel like, and we were kind of. It was. The problem of talking about the price, because I don't know about you, I feel so bad <laughs> asking for money back. Like,、um, even if I like share an Uber with someone, I don't really like asking people back for money. But people are like, "Ah,、oh, send me your bank account." I'm like begrudgingly like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> like, even if it's like five dollars, like I don't really need your five dollars back, but that's alright. But、um, we were debating. She's just like, "Oh, you should be charging at least like a hundred dollars for these." I'm just like, "Oh, but I really don't want to do that because you're my <laughs> friend." <laughs> You should charge more, way more than hundred bucks. Hundred <laughs> bucks will be a steal. No, because I was just like, oh, I feel so bad. I was like, I、yeah. don't really want it. Um, she ended up paying. Um, we ended up paying sixty for it because she's just like, oh, I'm poor for that. And I was like, okay, whatever. I don't really 60- care anymore.、Anyway. No. <laughs> wow, Jesse's friend、Stop. or Jesse's friend's friend. You got a bargain. I mean. Good on you guys. Good on you for you know asking for that and you know working that out. And good on you for doing that. Yeah, I mean, it was more、um, rewarding to see how much she liked it.、So、yeah, I was just like, okay, yes, that feels better. And I, I chose to ignore the bank account money. <laughs> <laughs> so it was a loss for you, right? Uh, net loss, like no, actually, because I didn't have to buy anything new for that one. I think, well, actually, because I don't. Ask for money for them. Yeah, technically everything's a loss, but I don't、mm. try not to think about it that way. But、right. monetary wise only, yeah, it was a loss. But it, say if you were to sell like this bags, yeah, for say sixty bucks each, yeah, and you know all the ones that you've given out to your friends, yeah, it we, we, does that pay for the materials that you get?、Mm. Or is that difficult to say? I haven't done the math.、Mm. Yeah, <laughs> I、huh. feel like if. 
because I do have a, not really a loophole, but I do have connections over at the place that I get my materials, which uh, is, um, which I can get it for a kind of a little discount. Yeah. But if we're talking about materials as in like market value, absolutely not. Okay. <laughs> absolutely a loss. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. Andrew was saying like, mm. you know, he, when he gets the fabric, mm. like a meter by meter mm. cube fabric is already like $200, $300. Yep. Bloody expensive. I that, never knew that. So expensive. I yeah. think most of the majority of the cost would be the labor, mm, which is mm. obviously a lot. Yeah, yeah. But it's not just that. It's just the fabric too yeah, already. Like. Yeah. Especially like expensive material. Like that is not real leather because that was a prototype and mm. I don't want to, you know, break the bank with a prototype. But like with actual, like, you know, actual leather pieces, it's a lot. Like, <laughs> yeah. And if it, and you know, there's different levels of quality of leather as well. So you kind of have to like really pick and choose whatever like mm. i'm not saying like you know i'm at a level where i want to make a piece that could last like decades and decades like i lost me kind of a thing but at the same time you know you don't really want something to fall apart immediately yeah that one's going strong but that's because i don't really go outside anywhere <laughs> so um yeah no that might be a little skewed but yeah this one how many years have you been using this? i made that august 2021 2021 so it's been two years okay two years and a little bit right yeah i mean like, is anything falling apart at all? No, like, is not it- at all, actually. Um, You say that it's off-white. It was a shinier white when I first got it, but okay. it was still pretty good. Like, yeah. it's not, like, visibly scuffed or yellowed or anything. No, no. I think this is a, like, nice color. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I mean... <laughs> What like shiny white would have been like cool too, mm, but mm. this one doesn't look like mm, you know it's those not like yellowy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just yellowy white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I like it. Mm, I yeah, off white's a really nice one. Thank you. <laughs> and I think the ones like I think the pieces that I really like is mm-hmm. when it's been five six years mm-hmm. and it's clearly not new. Yeah, but it just gets better with age. Yeah, like it looks. Like it's been loved. It's been loved. Yeah, yeah that's what I really like about um, vintage pieces yeah, as well. Hell yeah, not to the point where it's falling apart, but sometimes I scour <laughs> eBay for um, you know pieces that I really like. It's like, oh, this looks like it's been treated with love, exactly. and it's still you know in good condition. Which is why um, I try to take care of my belongings as well, like so they're in good condition for many many years. Mm. I feel like if you treat something well, they'll serve you well as well. Definitely. Yeah. So that's kind of like one of my life philosophies. Oh, hell yeah, <laughs> I think like you seeing seeing like boots like leather boots for example mm-hmm. when you see those like creases at the front mm-hmm. i like them i and mm. I, I know s- some cases it doesn't look good and i, mm. I do agree mm-hmm. like in some white sneakers and stuff it uh, just yeah. makes it look a little bit older and not as like neat as before yeah but um a lot of times i feel like there's a thing with that good quality stuff when mm. it does things like that mm. i feel like it it does that in like a very tasteful way mm-hmm. you know what yeah, i mean yeah yeah yeah, yeah. definitely because um Things like handbags, right? I feel like when they look too pristine, it looks off. It looks yeah. really off because um, some people buy like really expensive brands of like handbags. Oh, oops! And then um, they kind of keep them, try to keep them in pristine value so they can like appreciate in value, and then they can resell mm. later, of course. But um, I don't know. I'm not a really big fan of that. I feel like if I want something, I'm gonna use use it. But I also have a problem with that because I'm also quite a perfectionist. And I feel like I have like this collection at home. Uh, like a mini collection, not that outrageous. But I always get very nervous like bringing it outside because I don't want to like get it dirty and stuff like that. But at the same time, what the heck did I buy a bag for? I'm not going to use it as a bag. Was this a handbag collection? <laughs> Begrudgingly, yes. Okay, okay. Yeah. Oh, what's the collection? What's, um... what's, what's, what's in it? Um, so I have... Oh, I have about three Dior's at home. Oh, heck, yeah. 
No, um, okay, it doesn't oh. It doesn't look like what it seems. Um, only one of them I yeah. bought at the flagship store. The other two I bought from like a really good condition, like secondhand, because nice. people just didn't find any throw anymore. Yeah, um, love that. Is it like eBay? What do you use? Uh... Rakuma, which is a Japanese resale. Ra- so Rakuma. Yeah, so you know Rakuten? Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, yeah Rakuma Rak- is like Rakuten Mart. You know, Rakuma. Oh, yeah, so um, people, it's like, Rakuten is more Amazon and Rakuma is more like eBay, where like people, not big corporations, put their things. Okay, so Rakuten is like... I'm a, so like well, storefront, storefront. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like official shops may go on Rakuten yeah. and like list their products, but Rakuma is like Trade Me kind of like people. I know official shops also list on Trade Me nowadays, but mm. like back in the day, you know, people would put like their belongings mm. or their stuff that they want to sell on Rakuma. Yeah, is it only Japanese people there? Uh, or is it like eBay where wide everyone... widely only Japanese because okay. um a lot of people on Nakama don't actually ship overseas. It's just that I use a proxy to ship it to me. Yes. Guys, we've (laughs) we've hit a jackpot. Oh, no. (laughs) I was going to ask you if you Uh know proxy. Yeah, I do. You do? I do. (laughs) Jesse, (laughs) what is going on here? Because I really like the same person, but in two different bodies. (laughs) Because I I was looking up like, um, we'll we'll, we'll get into this later, but Mm -hmm. I was looking up how to get because I've been getting into designer mm. brands, right? Yeah, I, I've been. I'm gonna read that book next. Magella, the oh her her ma- her Maisie oh, is. My, really? Yeah. Oh, what well, do you like, Magella? Um, I do. Yeah, I I we best excessi- friends. <laughs> I best excessively friends. read Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, oh no, just what the heck? Okay, yeah, so y- it's um it's actually so interesting because Rakuma, right? Um. Let's be honest, some people have counterfeits and not even know that they're counterfeits and try to sell it for right. it. So I feel like it's gone to a point because I only used to like go on Rakama for a Dior. That's where I got like my vintage Dior. I have one from like before I was born. Yeah. <laughs> and then um so sick. and um one that was like a limited edition one that's no longer like in uh circulation anymore. Mm. But um when I got them, oh my god, like the ex- excessive amount of reading and research that I had to do to like identify fakes. It's right. to the point where you give me a Dior bag and I can probably tell if it's fake or not. What what do you look for? Say I give you a bag now. Yeah. Jesse, I don't know if it's real. Yeah. What do you look for usually? Yeah, so Dior, like let's just say Lady Dior, right? The amount of stitches with every pattern mm. has to be I think it's five or six. Yeah. Has to be a specific number. Okay. Also, um Oh, I should have brought it today. Yeah. Oh, but you wanted me to bring that. So. Yeah. Oh, you should have brought the whole collection. <laughs> well, brought two of them. I yeah, look yeah. so weird on a bus. <laughs> New fashion. <laughs> Three handbags on a bus? Absolutely not. I'm too paranoid for that. <laughs> Fair but, yeah, enough. Um, things like so, like the Dior bag, right? There's like a charm on the edge of the Dior bag okay. that's like D I O R, and the O is like a leather tag. If you flip it around, a lot of counterfeits will have made in. Paris or made in right. Italy. First of all, if this is made in Paris, that's not true because Dior stopped making their bags um, in Paris a very long time ago. They okay. now make them in Italy, to my knowledge. Um, if there are any like Dior employees or enthusiasts out there, please don't roast me. This is just my knowledge. Oh, not even <laughs> that. If Mr. Dior is... Is it Mr. Dior? He's Christian not alive Dior, anymore. Right. All right, all right. <laughs> he hasn't Dior. been alive for ages. What are you on about? <laughs> I hope... Rest in peace, Christian Dior. He's rolling in his grave. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, Magella is still alive. Yeah, Martin yeah, he Magella. is. He yeah. is. Yeah, he is. Um, Mason Mariola, right? Um, he's. Oh no, not Ma- him. Martin Magella. 
Yeah, oh, I forgot which one it was, but um, one of the Masons. Yeah. Oh, it's the one, uh, the creator, I don't know how to pronounce his name. The creator of Baccarat Rouge? You know the gold one with, like, the red seal? The very famous. Which one's perfect. that? The Baccarat Rouge. Um, it's st- his initials are FK. Okay. I just don't know how to pronounce it, and I don't even know where to begin to pronounce it. Francis K. Kutubu. Right, right. I'll show you a picture. But okay. he's the director of Dior Fragrances. Right. Yes, so a lot of intertwining. But, um, yeah. Wait, uh, how, how are they? Is it related to Majella? Oh, well... Oh. Oh, I just got them confused because both of their brands start with Mason. Oh, uh, yeah. No, I think <laughs> I think Mason is like... Uh, yeah, it's a title. It's a, Yeah, it's, yeah, it's an occupation title. Yeah, yeah I, I, I thought Ma- Martin's first name was Mason. Mm. <laughs> I was like, Mason, Martin, Magella. Okay, Martin's middle name, Magella. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> and then no, someone no. said like Mason... Um, like some other thing, yeah, yeah and I'm yeah, like, yeah, okay, yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. I, I need to figure this out. <laughs> I think, I think with the yeah, that was the one I was talking about. But right. um, back to the whole tag thing. Yes. Um, it shouldn't say anything. It should just say Kristen Dior. A lot of counterfeit. I don't know why, but um, a lot of the ones I've seen come across on because uh, I have a real one to compare it with. But the lot of ones I've seen on the you know Rakuma when people upload it, mm. it kind of makes me a little bit sad because i feel like these people don't actually know that they own a counterfeit because mm. a lot of the times in the description they'll say something like this was given to me as a gift but i just never have um the opportunity to wear it because it's very like outlandish and i feel yeah. like it's still a society over there where you kind of like blend in with everything else everything's kind of low-key but i kind of look at it i'm just like oh that's very obviously a fake <laughs> and i just feel really bad yeah <laughs> well, i guess if you don't know you don't know right? mm, yeah especially would... if you're giving it as a gift yeah they're like it's real yeah, and especially if they're like reselling it for like what six hundred, seven hundred dollars. Yeah. That's like so what? Like you pay like eight thousand for a new Dior. Like that's that's already a steal. Like if you like it, you might as well take it. But it just like kind of makes you a bit. But maybe I mean people don't really care as much. Mm. It's just that if I you put that much money into something, I hope you're getting the quality as well. Heck yeah, because like it's just you know if you uh, the reason why I kind of favor Dior over other brands is that like they do hand make their stuff really yeah I, or at least um the promotional videos that they choose to show on the internet yeah. show them hand making stuff but you can kind of see how everything's assembled yeah so you can kind of see like oh like you are paying for quality rather than like you know other brands that probably don't you know are not that open with their consumers yeah, yeah. Mm. oh man i've yeah like like i said i've developed like a whole new appreciation for handmade stuff mm-hmm. so i like that that yeah. they're hand making stuff because if it's gonna cost you know a lot of money mm. Might you know better be good quality? Yeah, hella money. <laughs> better be good yeah. quality. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which is why, um, not naming certain brands, but I feel like some brands when they choose to up okay. their price and decrease their quality. For example, removing gold right. and making it brass. Right. The brass that was it, was it the conversation I had? No, I had this conversation with a coworker that a lot of designer brands their jewelry is brass, not okay. not even stainless steel. And brass is the one where you like smell it and it smells like metal. Oh. Yeah, it smells like like blood metal, and then it makes like your skin green. That's what it is. Is yeah. it bad for your skin? It just turns your skin green. I haven't heard. I haven't done much research into like what it actually means for health wise. Yeah, but it's just an unsightly thing. Do and you also, mean, you're yeah. paying like hundreds and hundreds of dollars for something that one turns your skin green, two tarnishes, three can't really survive in the water. Yeah, when you say mm. it turns skin to green, do you mean? Mm. But you can wash. You can wash it off. Yeah, you can wash it off. Yeah, but, yeah, but like it just oxidizes on your skin. Okay. So it does take quite a bit of effort, and also I don't know, but I personally had like a bad skin reaction to some of those before. So, mm. Yeah, and my mom, my mother's actually the same as me. She can't actually wear anything that isn't a precious metal because it forms bumps on her skin. So it's like. 
like if you have the money go for it if that's like your normal spending money go mm. for it i don't particularly care but at least like for me personally if i'm spending like you know eight hundred dollars on yeah. jewelry <laughs> better be good you know <laughs> better not turn my skin green so what yeah. does your mom go for like gold silver well to be fair she doesn't wear jewelry at all okay. but um she her engagement and wedding rings are gold gold okay yeah. and she's safe with those <laughs> yeah like real gold yeah. yeah wonder i need to do that because like so i i used to have like a ring <laughs> and i think it must have been what's that thing that turns green brass brass it must yeah. have been brass because it mm. smelled weird yeah brass nickel um like all the metals that are just some somewhere below stainless steel yeah. sterling silver and etc yeah yeah but yeah i think sterling silver um i don't know maybe just by like skin or something but mm-hmm. even when it's sterling silver rings mm-hmm. i don't feel like they're comfortable in them mm. like sometimes it kind of feels like it's stingy a little bit oh yeah yeah so i stopped wearing that it might just be like rather than the steel itself but the ring just rubbing on my skin or something mm, maybe. yeah maybe but yeah. um i stopped wearing rings i used to love rings oh yeah, yeah i had a ring face yeah and then kind of grew out of it there's a <laughs> oh i opened this and there's like a whole stash of them a bowl with uh oh rings cute there. you have a jewelry dish yeah yeah, jewelry oh, yeah. Dish. Oh, nice. oh a bit of behind the scenes guys <laughs> a bit of oh, behind nice. the scenes so yeah i mean they they mean like I mean, they each of them, like, I got them for, like, an occasion kind of thing. Yep. Yeah, so I would wear them, and I think rings do look really cool. Mm. But um, I kind of made a decision to stop wearing them, mm. trying out kind of, like, a minimalistic oh, yeah. vibe these days. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think, you know, it really just depends on your skin. Because I, yeah. I like things that I don't have to take off all the time, because... I don't want to lose things, so things like stainless steel. Even though it is stainless steel, it doesn't tarnish your water. Mm. I do like swimming a lot, so I don't like taking off things. But like even then, like my my mother can't take it. She needs like actual precious metals. It's right. just something with her skin. Yeah. yeah, it sounds a bit pretentious, but that's just the way it is. Oh, that's just the way it is. Yeah, <clears throat> man. So. You're into Dior handbags. How, what What do you do? I'm into just Dior anything. Dior anything. I follow fashion a lot probably mm. because i worked with designer fragrances for a long time so I'm, you work with them i worked with them so worked that part-time them. job in uni i was a oh. beauty advisor so um things like cosmetics and stuff like that oh really about? cosmetics fragrances so like um oh okay <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. she didn't she didn't really know that oh, it's, it's fine right it, it is fun but yeah. i just don't want to like give away the location <laughs> oh right, right. Yeah, yeah. but you didn't work there anymore right no not anymore yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. No. but um yeah so i dealt with that for a long time so that was where i gained appreciation for fragrances yeah i've always been really interested in makeup it's just fun it's yeah. so fun like there's nothing more to it than like it was just really fun like makeup yeah, yeah, cosmetics. Yeah, yeah make cosmetics, skincare, fragrances—they are just so fun. Like, mm. and they just like make me feel really good about myself. And yeah, yeah. and um, but I constantly read up on fashion. You know how like when you open up the new tab page on Google mm. and like you get like personalized newsfeed. Yeah. About like five out of ten of them will be like fashion related fashion. things. That and is I think, interesting. Yeah, and I think between like designer things like that, right? I think to be interested in them you have to walk like a really fine line you can't have a you know mindset of like oh my god why are they so expensive it's like useless or anything but you also can't fall into the pit of consumerism Mm. because you're like oh i want these things just because they're designer i'm obsessed with brands like it's just a very fine line that's admittedly quite difficult to work walk because i constantly see things and just like oh that's so pretty but do i just want it just because 
it's a brand. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Um, uh, referring to that collection that I mentioned earlier, I think that was a time where I didn't really walk the line quite well. Um, Were you? Yeah. Do you mean like you're in the more on the side of the consumerism? Yeah, that those three deals are not the end of it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> are you good to open up your whole closet <laughs> right now? <laughs> um, I'll name my favorite ones. Okay. So like the three deals out of the three of them, I like my. It's a new one that was released in um twenty twenty one or twenty twenty two. Oh, I forgot. Oh, twenty twenty two. Yes. Twenty twenty two. Like yeah. fall, winter, spring, summer. Do you know? Fall, winter. Fall, winter. Yeah. At the early yeah. early calendar year, twenty twenty two. It was. It's called Lady Detroit. It's like essentially a rectangle version of their signature Lady Dior. Okay. I um <clears throat> unfortunately was influenced by a celebrity I really like. Oh, <laughs> and, um, Blackpink's Jisoo. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, she um put it on Vogue Korea, and then I saw it, and I was like, "Oh my god, it's so pretty." That looks cool. And, yeah. Um, <laughs> yep. <laughs> the rest is history. Yeah. And then um the other two I got off Rakuma, but um yeah, the other one I really liked at the I got at the end of twenty twenty was um because in twenty twenty end of twenty twenty I turned eighteen, mm. I got the Givenchy, you oh, know, yeah. the Antigona. No. Uh, so it says signature bag, but okay. they have different variations of it. I got the mini vertical one. Okay. Again, admittedly, after seeing it on a celebrity that I like. Which one? <laughs> um, they're all K-pop idol shit. Yeah. Um, Espa's Ning Ning. Um, what's the, what? Espa, she, Espa. They're a they're a re- recent group. Um, uh debuted in 2020 but um yeah i saw her carry and it was so cute and i was like because right now it's not being made anymore at least i can't find it anywhere mm. so i just i uh, that one i didn't get brand new don't worry um i got it um from japan yeah. <laughs> oh, this is sick either way you know <laughs> yeah and um mark jacobs you know the tote bag oh w- did, did you bring it huh or- you, oh no! I don't, I don't, is there a D tote bag? Yeah, the tote bag for Mark Jacobs. Yeah, yeah. Okay, nah, you, have you know. never seen the bag? That's like a tote bag, and it just says the tote bag. Like oh, Mark right. Jacobs. I probably have. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I got um one that is also not being made anymore. I don't know. How, I don't know how I keep getting these things, <laughs> but it's um the one that's kind of like black denim. Okay. I'll show you another one, but it's like the perfect. It's not too. It's not too much of an eyesore. It doesn't, um, according to my friend, it doesn't scream patchwork or anything. <laughs> it's just like, I don't know. It's just so cute and I really like it. But, but So yeah. you're into bags. I mean, you're into fashion in general, but it sounds like you're into bags. I really wish I wasn't sometimes, but yes, <laughs> I am. Yeah. They're just very pretty to look at. I think now I kind of look then and just, I'm able to appreciate j- them just by looking at them. Yeah. But like back then I was just like, oh. I love bags, but I kind of look at my behavior pattern. And again, I think I touched on this earlier, but I have a bag that I really like. And admittedly, it's a lot of money. And then I just never take it out because I'm too scared of getting it dirty. And it's like, well, what the heck did I get this bag then? So right now I'm starting to like not be a bit reckless, but Mm. I'm starting to be a little bit more brave on like taking my belongings out. I think the idea of like perfectionist and the fact that um, I don't, I like taking care of my things kind of makes me a little bit of a coward when it comes to these things. It sounds really stupid because at the end of the day, it's just a material thing. Mm. But I don't know. I just had a long period of time where I just absolutely would not like dare to take like things that are very precious to me things i, I paid that. a lot for yeah. but at the end of the day it's like i look at things and you know they're very i'm very a big fan of uh, things that have been loved and things that have been taken care of well so i'm assigned to do that yeah <laughs> no but i get that though like you paid a lot of money for those things 
which looks beautiful right now. Mm. And you take it out and there is a chance you drop it, someone scratches it, you scratch it, (laughs) you know what I mean? Or it gets like, you drop food on it, you know what I mean? (laughs) All kinds of things. But I I think that's what I really like about Magella. I don't know about Dior because I haven't Mm. really done much research on it. Mm. But recently I like did a bit of a deep dive on Magella. Mm. And the philosophy of Magella, from what I understand, is designed to be... loved yeah, designed yeah, yeah. to to get some like dirty stuff on it mm. designed to like wear out a little bit when you know yeah so that's why i really vibe with that mm. philosophy yeah yeah so that's um you know yeah so something i'm trying to learn <laughs> <laughs> yeah the magella philosophy yeah. yeah do you have anything that you really like and you want to protect but you should probably use it because it's a utility <sighs> thing i Do I have anything like that? Not right now. Mm-hmm. I probably did in the past. Mm. But, um, yeah, not really. Like, mm. right now, I, I probably will do soon. Mm-hmm. Because now I'm getting into fashion. Mm. Especially designer <laughs> brand fashion, right? Yeah. So, I probably will do soon. Mm-hmm. But, again, like, I want to get something that can age with me. Mm-hmm. You know? And yeah, yeah. I think that's why I want to get, like... Um, Magella again, you know, mm. just because of their philosophy, and it's designed to age with you. Yeah, yeah. So, do you do you mean Hermes? No, not Hermes. I mean Magella worked for Hermes for yeah. some years, mm-hmm. but I mean um, mainly Magella. Oh yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. Hermes, like, I don't know too much mm. about, mm. like, or Magella's when he was in Hermes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, okay. Hmm. Yeah. I'm looking at that book right now. It does say the Hermes. The Hermes, yours. Yeah, so this yeah. is... I got the book off the li- from the library. Mm. And that was the only... Because I know there's like two or three Magella books. Yeah. And that's one, the only book that's available at, in the library. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, so... Mm. And yeah. they cost a lot. They do. I they remember going to Devonport and seeing like a Dior book. It was like a massive Dior it's book. I look at the right? price tag, four fifty five. Four fifty. It's just, I'm paper, just like, mm. paper with ink. <laughs> you know? We could probably like pirate that. I mean, don't, I mean, we should. Uh, you, we could. This is gonna be on the internet. <laughs> I mean, we could, but we wouldn't. But we could, but we wouldn't. But in theory, we could. Physically, we could. Physically, we could go to a computer, sit down in front of a computer, type those words, and you'd be the worst criminal ever. (laughs) (laughs) You would be the worst criminal ever. I'm a a mathematician, right? Like, is it possible? Most likely possible. (laughs) The risk I took was calculated, but boy, am I bad at math. (laughs) But we wouldn't, and I wouldn't, because I'm scared of. Okay, I'm I'm just digging my digging a hole here. Now, but I, I like I prefer physical copies anyway. Mm, yeah, especially with these like very color dependent contents mm, like this, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I prefer physical. They copies. sell them at Costco. They have a Versace book at Costco. Costco. Yeah, that's like the last place I would expect. But I saw one like yeah. a massive Versace book for like seventy dollars at Costco, okay. and I was like, mm. I, I didn't random. get it, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, that's mm. like the opposite. Like the only, like you know what I mean. Like, yeah. Like, like <laughs> high end and then Costco. And then. So, but with Magella, right? Mm-hmm. So, man, I can't, I can't believe this. I, I like I've been like just having internal dialogues on my own for a while, <laughs> and now I have an outlet, and like my mind is blown, and mm-hmm. like all my notes is kind of gone out the way. Oh, nice. Everything goes, guys. <laughs> so with Magella, 
Jesse, you you love YouTube too, which you yes, will get into. Yeah. There is this guy called Bliss Foster. Have you heard of him?、Mm, what does he do? He does fashion journalism,、mm-hmm. and he is probably the biggest fashion journalism, if there is anyone else,、mm. on YouTube. Yep.、Um, so his name is Bliss Foster,、mm-hmm. and what he got kind of famous for is this. Deep dive into every single runway shows that Magella's done、mm. since the beginning. Yeah, whoo! It's like <laughs> to like part, you know, because it's literally every year,、mm-hmm. fall, winter, spring, summer. Yeah, and he does deep dive. So it, each runway is like I don't know, fifteen to twenty minutes. Yeah, so you can see that like、mm-hmm. how it, how much it builds up. Yeah, so he's got like this playlist, and it's like I don't know, three or four hours long、mm-hmm. for. Just for part one,、mm. and that's how I've been deep diving into Magella. Oh yeah, and man, like he, the, I mean, he's like such a good. He makes things simple、mm-hmm. for people like me who doesn't know fashion, right?、Mm. And he makes he's so passionate about this. He loves Magella. Yeah, yeah. And like man, like the I, I love hearing his passion <laughs> in his words,、mm-hmm. and he just loves fashion in general anyway.、Mm. So I, I really like that. Yeah. So, for th- I'm, I'm as as cheap as they come, right?、Mm-hmm. <laughs> for the first time, I joined his Patreon,、mm-hmm. and、oh, I'm、nice. on his Discord server,、mm-hmm. and it's just bunch of people, fashion nerds, talking about fashion twenty four seven. Oh, nice! Yeah, sounds like your dream. <laughs> it sounds like your dream too. <laughs> Honestly, I like. I'm surprised you're not on it. Uh. I don't have Discord, but that's probably another issue. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm. I mean, I. I. I mean, I did have a Discord, but、mm-hmm. I hardly ever used it.、Mm. I, I mean, that's the only reason I use it.、Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Like, maybe you should check him out. Would you check him out, Blitz Foster? If you like Magella, I do. Um, like, uh, fashion YouTubers. There's this. I think it's called like Modern Girls, and she breaks down um like fashion in movies,、mm. how like movies are represented. Um, I like how you know the movie The Devil Wears Prada. Yeah, yeah. That one I remember caused up like a um. Thing at the time because at the time like Oscars for like best costume design were only、okay. like period like um you know handmade costumes but uh like you know Victorian era sorry I'm probably using this very incorrectly <laughs> like、uh, but you know you kind of get the gist yeah but it's like for a movie at that setting they were just like oh is it really worthy of the Oscar or is it really worthy of recognition if it's just off the rack and it's like、mm. well yeah then um. Because it suits the time and setting, so it、sure. would make sense that the characters would wear things that、That's、are designer、true. brands off the rack.、Yeah. So it's like things learning about like fashion history. It's really interesting to me.、Um, truthfully, I think the only brand I've ever done a true deep dive on is Dior. Dior. I'm not too educated on all the other ones. I am interested in learning them. So yeah, I mean, I definitely would check them out. Now that、yeah. you mentioned it, <laughs> I'll Google it up later. For sure. And、yeah. I think learning about that plus talking to Andrew. Mm. Man, like my whole thoughts and philosophy on fashion changed,、mm-hmm. yeah, and I, I, I think it's super. I think it changed for the better.、Mm. But now, you know, I feel like not only I look for like quality clothing、mm. that will last me longer,、yep. but now I f- view f- certain fashion as an expression of、um, creativity,、yeah. right? Expression of it's an art, expression of self, right?、Yep. I think. When I d- deep dive into Magella, one my takeaway, obviously a lot of takeaways like in a, a more final level, but my big takeaway was that okay, fashion is like it's really like art. It's、mm. not like 
just、um, wearing clothes that how I had been digesting. Yeah, yeah. But it's really like art. There is a story there.、Mm-hmm. And, you know, for, for Magella, for example, the story is the,、um, the narrative is that it's、uh, the way Bliss describes it is that he made fashion、um, go from luxury to cool.、Mm-hmm. And that's cool. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and he made it available for the mass, you、mm. know? Yeah. Man, like, so, yeah, I mean, just some of his runways. I, I want to get into it, but I, I'm, I'm not going to. But some <laughs> of his runways are、like, very so, like, authentic. And、mm. yeah, and just,、yeah. um, I think it very aligns nicely with my philosophy.、Mm, yeah. And I never thought about that because、mm-hmm. previously I'm like, is it good quality? You know, is it gonna last me? Does it look good? That's the only question I ask. But now <laughs>、yeah. I'm asking, like, does the philosophy of the clothes align with my、mm. philosophy? Yeah. And I, it's fun. It's so much yeah, fun. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. I remember because,、um, you know, when you do like self introductions, at least at work, I have to do a few of them. Something I always mention is like, I really like fashion. And、um, I really like this particular designer called Jean Paul Gaultier.、Oh, He's I, a French one. Yeah. Do you know Yeah, yeah, I've heard of it. I also the,、yeah. like、um, Paco Rabanne. I、uh, think right now they've rebranded to Rabanne, though. Yeah. Right.、But、I think Gaultier was、uh, um, Magella's teacher, if I'm not wrong. I feel like I should know this. <laughs> I don't know that. Right, right, right. <laughs>、yeah. I could be wrong. Yeah, but、um, I do really like those two. And I remember because I show, would like show one of their pieces, and then people would be like, oh, but that isn't really practical in it. And I'm like, That's not really the point. Like, what you see on the runway, like, you're not, you'll be crazy to wear that every day. One,、yeah. it's impractical. Two, you're probably going to die from the heat. But, like, three, it's just not made for practical wear. So, I feel like every time I see people, like, a little bit cynical, but jaded with, like, fashion, it's like, it's not meant to be us, like,、mm. everyday clothes kind of a thing. It's meant to be art. You don't go to, you know, the art gallery and just go, well, what's the point of all this? Like, you kind of just appreciate it for what it is. Yeah. And, you know, of course, like, so, if you're not interested in it, you're just not interested in it. So, yeah, I mean, it's purely subjective, but、yeah. that's what makes me appreciate it because. It's pretty. Like, there's nothing, it doesn't have to be too deep for me. I mean, I feel for me, I don't, it doesn't have to like mean anything to me at all, like resonate with me. I look at it because it's pretty, and、yeah. that's good enough for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I think if it's, I think if it looks cool. Yeah. No, I think if it's cool, it's cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. For me, like, it's so purpose. It's pretty. Yeah, that <laughs> brings joy to my life. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So,、mm. what's, what's that piece?、Hmm? Is it, what's that? There's a specific dress off like one runway. I, I, Don't remember the year or the season, but it's this black one. I'll show you, but it's just this black see through one, sh- and the model's like raising her arm like this,、okay. so it kind of looks like a wing. It just looks very pretty, and just use that example every time because it just looks the silhouette of the dress just looks so pretty. So it's Jean Paul Gaultier. Yeah, Jean Paul Gaultier. And, it's, yeah,、mm, it's his yeah. brand. Yes. Yeah. His nice brand, yeah. Because、um, I quite like, so Jean Paul Gaultier belongs to the parent company called Puche. Okay. So, and Puche owns like Carolina Herrera. Um, Paco Rabanne.、Mm. Right now they've rebounded to Rabanne. But I quite like all of them because their brands have such rich history、mm. and rich values. You know, Carolina Herrera is very like,、um, you know, making women feel beautiful. Paco Rabanne is like inclusivity ever since like the 60s. Jean Paul Gaultier has been, you know, you know、uh, what people today call woke <laughs> <Okay> . for like the last several decades. When woke, is, woke was a thing. Yeah, when、you、work wasn't even a look, thing. Yeah, yeah thing that, you know, with the inclusivity, diversity of their models and their, like,、oh, you know, people.、Yeah. So I really do like those friends. That's cool. Yeah. Because,、mm. like, the context of now is different to the context of back then, you know? Yeah, it would be much harder to do that.、Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
definitely. Even like models in the nineties, I'm pretty sure like Naomi Campbell, like not yeah, yeah she, she couldn't just because she was different to all the other models. And here she are, here, here she is now, an absolute legend. So. Mm. <laughs> so what are you hunting for next, Jesse? Are you hunting oh, for gosh. anything at the moment? Um. I have, I do this, okay, so you know bookmarks on Google Chrome, right? Yeah. I have this folder called Wishlist, and I have to put everything on there and wait for about two months and see if I still want it. I did the exact same thing. <laughs> I did the exact same thing. <laughs> yeah, because otherwise, I'm not going to do anything else with my life, except for, but um, I've stopped um, doing excessive investigation research on Nakama. I haven't been on there for a while, right. <laughs> but because... Um, I have a job now, <laughs> not in uni anymore. <laughs> but yeah, no, I have adult yeah. responsibility and shit like that. But um, yeah, no, nothing really that I'm looking out for at the moment. Um, I think I'm. No, I like everything at the moment. Okay. So yeah, no, I'm not looking for anything. I need to stop. <laughs> I'm gonna run out of room for everything <laughs> soon. What's on your wish list, though? Oh snap! Um, I. Maybe it's a good thing that I don't remember. Mm. But there's definitely something. I don't think there's anything like um designer thing wise. I mm. think it's most like tea. <laughs> tea from overseas. Right. It's just very random, very off topic, but yeah. Tea from overseas. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> maybe the fact that you don't remember it, you know, even if there was like clothing there. Mm. Maybe you know. Hey, that probably means also. that I don't want it that badly. Exactly. Like which is a good thing. I mean that's <laughs> the point of wish list, right? Mm. You have it there for a month. Yes. Do you still want it? Yeah. You know, maybe, it, yeah, maybe not. It's like the thing with cosmetics, right? It's like, oh, there's like new thing, new trendy thing, and I'm just yeah. like, you don't need it. You you only have one face. You don't yeah. need it. <laughs> <laughs> you only have so much skin. Because um, back at my old job, because it was in like cosmetics, right? I got so much free like I'm talking YSL makeup, like really high end makeup, like really? so much crap. And it's like I can't use all this. So, like, I'm constantly giving things away to friends. Things like fragrances as well. And I'm like, I only have so much skin on my existence. Yeah. I don't need this much fragrance. This fragrance collection is going to outlast me. Damn. I have this shelf in my wardrobe that I'm very proud of. That shelf alone is worth about, like, 300k. And um, it's 3, free. Yeah. And you got that for free. And Most like, of it for free. Yeah. yeah. But, like, I did... Because I loved fragrances so much. Like, I... You know the, fra- you know the makeup from Mecca? Yeah. Yeah. I'm so high up on their rewards program <laughs> that I my, feel like... My the... queen's a VIP. <laughs> my queen's a... <laughs> I, I feel like because I stop buying like frequently from them because I don't... E- I don't really buy frequently from them either. It's just okay. um, like... Because their fragrances, they have exclusive rights in New Zealand to mm. niche fragrances, oh. including that magella yeah including yeah. that i hope we're talking about the same person but you yeah, know including that yeah um oh, and wow. even but they're like hella expensive mm. so i think i have about four, three of them from them and they skyrocketed me up the tier like the member tiers Just so high yeah it, and it, now it, i get an email like every month or so being like hey we have like a free gift for you oh yeah and i feel like i'm making all my money back in free gifts <laughs> because i'm so high up on the tier yeah list. yeah and i'm just like how did i get here and, <laughs> you know i'm not the highest one the highest one is like no sane person would ever go there right, right. or anyone with like an absurd amount of disposable income but i'm just here like i'm 
what am I doing here? <laughs> but no, I do appreciate all the lovely gifts they give me. And Heck I yeah. do get like a lot of perks, but I'm just like, damn. Shout out Mecca. <laughs> Love Mecca. Love Mecca. <laughs> Not sponsored. <laughs> oh, maybe, maybe. No. <laughs> I mean, I mean. <laughs> what do you need as a gift? Like, I mean, like, I've got glass of vitamin water here, but this can be easily replaced. You know what I mean, Mecca? With what? They sell makeup. Yeah, I mean, I could replace it with makeup or fra- fragrances. Okay. You know, they do have like no. It's just that things. vitamin water, like you drink it. So I was you just drink like, I'm gonna it, drink yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, please don't. I want to drink it, but oh, it will at least smell nice. <laughs> oh, actually, I always ask people this because what I like to do with people is that when I kind of get to know them, I kind of mentally assign them a fragrance in my head. Do you okay. wear anything? Um, just my um, what do you call those? The deodorant. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Which one? It's like. I don't know. I just picked it because it's like um, aluminum free. Do you know the name and the scent? <laughs> nah. It smells nice. I mean, I, actually, I'm not wearing any deodorant now. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I hardly any- wear anything. Oh, right. Do yeah. you? Because what I usually do is that people kind of ask me, like, oh, recommend me a fragrance. I'm just like, okay, well, I'm going to figure out what you like first. And that usually starts with deodorant. For men, at least. But mm. yeah, no, I feel like when I meet people, I always like, I do the same with like my cohort at work, right? I have this notes, <laughs> notes on my notes app where I've like assigned people <laughs> like fragrances <laughs> that I think would suit them. Yeah. I started with the men because there's like six of them. But yeah, no, um, yeah, yeah, I have like very specific ones I think would suit people. Okay. Some some people are a little harder than others, like what matches their personality, what they actually like. Mm. But I know for one of them, one of my friends, um, it was so obvious. I was just like, "You are that one. You exude the energy really? of that one. <laughs> yeah, whether you like it or not, too bad. You like. <laughs> oh, this handy. Do I have one? Ah, uh, not yet. I haven't really not thought yet. about that yet. Okay. But I'll get back to you on that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's good that you don't have it yet. You yeah. know, so that you can, you know, yeah. a pro, a pro, or the process. You know. Yes. Yeah, yes. yeah. But no, it's like a hobby of mine. I just like randomly assign fragrances <laughs> to people. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there's a. So what? What else? What? So you? We talked about handbags. Mm-hmm. What else is on your notes? Up. <laughs> talked about oh, this, none of this at least. You know, <laughs> we talked about that dress that you mentioned. And um, the was it the dress? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, what else? What else? Is, what else is in your collection? So we are, we're we're touring oh. your closet now. That's what I'm imagining. My pr- most prized possession in my mm. closet is probably a Vera Wang dress. Vera Wang dress? Yes. Okay. It's not okay. Before you guys speculate, no, it's not a wedding dress. I know she's famous for those. Which, no, it's not. It's a um. I think it's a wool dress. It sounds dress. very heavy, but it's like a very thin wool dress. wool dress. Okay. It's like more of like a very special occasion dress. Mm. I don't think I've ever worn it out, and I keep it like zipped up in like a special pot, like nice. a dress. What do you call them? Not pockets, oh. but like sleeve. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, otherwise, moths. Yes, my oh. wool uh, suit. Yeah, had a hole at the bottom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, I wore like t- that twice. Just. Yeah, <laughs> so, <laughs> it was a devastating. But yeah, oh, no, I, cried. Very no, I didn't cry, but I almost cried. Yeah, yeah. it's okay. Very it's a dress. very beautiful dress. It's um, like I haven't worn out yet, but it has to be like a very special occasion, like okay. probably someone's wedding for me to wear. It. Right. But, yeah, it's like navy blue, dark blue. It's a very beautiful. Yes, it's such a versatile <laughs> color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love navy blue, but um, also. Um, I just have this thing sitting in my closet. I've never worn it, and mm. I don't really like it because it's very padded. It's a YSL blazer. Ooh. It's... Uh, I don't know. 
I hate things with padding because I used to swim, right? So I feel okay. like my shoulders are already broad enough, and yeah. I like it, but without padding. So I get really annoyed when blazers have padding. Mm. Um, you know the infographic that I sent you that other day yeah. has like English cut, Italian cut, American yeah. cut. I like English cut blazers. I don't know if it's the same term for um like feminine blazers, but. Those have like little to no padding, and yeah. I I like that because padding kind of makes me so annoyed. But it's just that the YSL blazer has so much padding. I've been thinking about going to like maybe a specialized tailor to remove that damn padding because yeah. it annoys me so much. But um, I haven't gone around to that, and it's also sitting in like a enclosed case oh, yeah, in okay. my closet. <laughs> but I think paddings. I'm not a big paddings guy on mm. guys, mm. but I think paddings on like girls. Yeah, but looked, a, yeah, I like m- that. But the average woman like is like very well at least a feminine presenting person doesn't have like that like broad shoulders. Mm. Like they kind of want to accentuate their shoulders simply so they have like a balanced ratio between the rest of their body. I, I don't need that. <laughs> I really don't need that. <laughs> and I don't want that either. So, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. So, yeah. but that's cool that yeah, you got a YSL Mm. Yeah, that's cool. Anything yeah. else? What about shoes? We haven't talked about shoes. Mm. I'm surprised. I'm not really because like high end shoes. I don't really believe in high end brand sneakers. Mm. I think I've seen a few Moncler ones that are really pretty, but mm. that's about it. But no, I like my Converse. You like your Converses? <laughs> uh, oh no, sorry, I don't own a Converse. I like my Vans your and Vans. my New Balances that I yeah. wear to work because they're like white. Yeah. But um no, otherwise I have like leather boots from Charles and Keith. I don't think they're real leather, but they do. But they are really good quality. Mm. Um, matches the price point as well. And I kind of have I have the leather conditioner from Coach that I usually buy. Mm. Um, and I just polish all my leather things with that. Oh yeah, like your handbags and things. Handbags, shoes, belts if I have them. Yeah. Yeah. How often do you polish them? Um, I think. Especially if I don't bring my handbag out, I feel like it's a bit redundant. But if I kind of see, like, for my work bag, right, mm. um, that Charles and Keith one, um, I polish it, like, once a month. I can't remember you, what your work bag looked like. Um, Is it black? Yes, the black one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you'll have opportunities to see it. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember. Yeah. yeah. It's a black one with, like, two overarching handles. Right. Yep. Yeah, yeah. You, you polish them. So yeah. what do you do? Do you, do you just put, like, I put leather conditioner on the cloth, on like a microfiber cloth. It's Mm. actually a cloth that I got from Mecca (laughs) Um, to like specifically to wash your face because it's more gentle. Right. But I put that on the cloth and I just polish it. Okay. And do you wash that cloth afterwards? Yeah, of course. Yeah. To get that off. Yes. And do you, does it dry off like that? Uh, Because it's conditioner, right? You don't, like it doesn't come off. Like it's it's not supposed to be because it's like cream, right? It's like the consistency of hair conditioner Mm. almost or hair shampoo. So you kind of just rub it and work it into the leather. So like it just absorbs it. But when you wear it with, say like you do that for your handbag Mm -hmm. and you like take it to work and stuff. Does it get rubbed off on your clothes and shit? Um, no. It doesn't. Leather colors shouldn't drop that easily. If it does, I'm slightly concerned. Like you should be very careful with it, but I don't think the conditioner does anything to that. At least I haven't had experience with that yet. Right, right. Then again, I do wear black to work, so I'm probably not a very good reference. (laughs) So the conditioner is not wet or anything. No, no, it's supposed to be. It's a quite a thick consistency. You work it into the leather. If it doesn't absorb into leather, sorry, use too much. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's kind of like body moisturizer as well. You can like. If it starts sitting on top of your skin, you've probably put too much. Yeah, that's, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, mm. I forget that leather is like an animal skin. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. So, 
here's a question. Oh dear, Jesse, <laughs> what do you think of Magella Tapis? Have you seen them? I don't even know what that is. It's very, <laughs> it's very controversial topic. Magella Tapis is certain shoe type. It's like it's inspired by those Japanese slippers where you get your basically like jandal. Oh yeah, you get yeah, yeah. The toe, there's like a toe bit. Oh yeah, yeah. Yep. So like your toe, like big toe, gets separated from all the uh, other toes. Yeah. So Magella designed shoes inspired by that, mm-hmm. where it's like a regular shoe. Yeah. But there's like a dip in the middle. So. Uh, yeah. Trying to. Can I bring that up? It. Yeah, no problem. Can I bring that up? Um, before I cancel myself, why is it controversial? Controversial? Why is it controversial? Oh, it's it's uh. Like controversial because a lot of people think it's ugly. Oh, so that's why it's controversial. Yeah, yeah, it's not yeah, like yeah. a cultural thing. No, okay. no, no, no. Oh, it's not, yeah, you. Yeah. I was like, are you sure this is like a good idea? Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, yeah, well, I'll know. What, I'll probably know it when I see it. But, yeah. So. I mean. <laughs> so it's um. So it looks like so you know that that looks like a regular, regular boots, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but if you look top down. That's how it is. Oh, I've seen those. Yeah, oh, those Magella Tabby. Oh, so this is like Mason Magella. He, it's his. Yeah, thing. I've seen them because I'm BTS. I've worn them before in their photo shoot. Yes, and I feel like with the right atmosphere, with the right photo shoot, it looks, it fits the atmosphere. If you're trying to go for that atmosphere, mm. but if I saw it out on a street, I would judge you. What about <laughs> what about our work? I would judge you. <laughs> Well, uh, I'm not sorry for that either. Cancel my I order, guys. Cancel my order. <laughs> I would judge you, and I probably would not be the only person doing so. But the, yeah, the, this actually, I can't blame you. Like, yeah. I think if I saw someone, mm. I mean, right now, I would be like, "Oh shit, where'd you get them?" Like, yeah, yeah. Let, let's be friends. Let's go out for lunch. But before, I'll be like, I mean, <laughs> here's the thing, right? I'll judge you, but I won't care. You yes. kind of think like I'll look at it and be like, oh my god, you have those shoes. But then I, I would just forget about it in three seconds. But it's like, yeah, good for you, man. Yeah, where'd you get them? <laughs> yeah, yeah, thank you. Where'd you get them? Yeah. Okay, so speaking about where'd you get them, mm-hmm. let's talk about sources. Before that, actually, I was gonna ask you, mm-hmm. what do you do with import taxes? Is that what it's called, import taxes? Oh my god! Like, how, and how does look, that work? Look, when it's separate transactions and separate parcels, it's you can you know not really do an import tax. I remember because of currency conversion. I don't know why. If yeah. anything over a thousand dollars comes in to yeah. New Zealand, you have to, pay you have to register yourself first. Literally, okay. I remember doing this at like work one day, um, back in uni. Yeah, and I got a call, and I had to call DHL because I had to like register myself with tax and the taxes. Oh my god! <laughs> so this is for work. Huh? That when when you did this, this was for work. Oh no, not for work. For I was work. at work. At work. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do this for a living, by the way. Just yeah. let everyone to know. Okay, so okay, so you so if you are buying anything that's more than thousand New Zealand in dollars in a single parcel, in a single in parcel. a single parcel that crosses over the border, there has to be an import tax. If you break it up, then you don't like over a span of time. Then mm. it's a little bit outrageous, but yeah. you don't have to do that. But for example, like a bag that mm-hmm. costs like thousand bucks, or like you know, say two thousand bucks. Yeah. So for that one, you'll have to register, right? Yeah. And you'll have to register yourself as either individual or for commercial purposes. Okay. Me, not commercial purposes. Yeah. So I register myself as individual. The tax, um, I don't... 
It was about three hundred dollars okay, for so something that was a little over a thousand dollars. Okay, so about like thirty percent. Yeah, I don't know the actual percentage, but that's what I had in my experience. Yeah, yeah, three hundred dollars. Okay, okay. Yeah. I remember that's the scenario fuzzy. so clearly. It's because um, I don't put my full last name on packages.、Mm. I just put L. Mm. So I remember they were just like, "Hey, we need you to confirm your identity because you didn't put your full last name on the package,、yeah. and that was a whole ordeal. My package was stuck at customs、Christ. for so long. So yeah, yeah. So you had to explain yourself. Yeah, I had to. Like, oh, I don't put it on for security purposes. So I had to provide、mm. so many like identification <laughs> like- documents, like my passport, my driver's license, stuff like that. All that.、Wow. Yeah. So I was like, oh, for goodness' sake! And at the time, my passport was expired because it was、oh, COVID, right?、Great. I had nowhere to go. Yeah. So like, I was still fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was a whole ordeal. But no, it got to me eventually. <laughs> Were you like, oh, I am L? You know, Death Note. Oh my god. Have you seen Death Note? I I know of Death Note. You know、yes. of. Jesse, you're no, missing out. I'm not missing out because I know everything that happens in Death Note because I was surrounded by weebs. <laughs> I just, I just don't watch anime. <laughs> you, don't, oh, you don't watch anime? I don't watch it. The only series I've ever loved was Haikyuu, and it was the、okay. manga series. I love the manga, but、um, is it the volleyball? volleyball yeah, Haikyuu because it means Haikyuu. Is that volleyball mean? Uh, that, it's it not what we call it, but if you read the characters, and because usually for kanji in Japanese, you、mm. can read a character two ways or more than two ways. If you read it a certain way, it goes haiku. Right. Yeah. So yes,、yeah. volleyball. But it's <laughs>、yeah. written volleyball, but there are different ways to. Volleyball is volleyball.、Oh, okay. Yeah, but haiku is the, is the... anime. The, sorry, the series. Right. Because I think manga is more common in Japan over anime,、mm. but um. That's just my personal opinion. <laughs> Don't quote、right. me on that. But um, no, that was the only、ah, series I've ever liked. I have like、really? little Nindoroids of them as well, like the cute figurines. Oh,、okay. yeah, I have、Damn、a lot、it. of fish and fish. But that was because I actually like volleyball. Like I do follow Japanese V League, both women's and men's. I、okay. do have much of them as well. Like I do follow Japanese volleyball、yeah. pretty closely. That's the only reason why I like them. But no, I know exactly what happens in Death Note. <laughs> right. I so mean, I do、yeah. know who L is. <laughs> But, and also the the characters themselves are really cool too. Death Note or Death Note? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It, I、Iconic. I do appreciate Death Note because like the whole moral dilemma of like is no spoilers, but is like a good person. What do you think? Good intention, poor execution. <laughs> <laughs> What would you have done differently? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> you would have done that. Yeah, no, but, I would have done nothing because、right. it's a it's kind of like the trolley problem, right? Oh, the like, um、okay. the oh you see a tram a trolley r- about to run over five people you、mm. can pull a lever so it diverts but it runs over another person、mm. what would you do、so、I would do, do nothing because y- even though it、like, you, kills more people、yeah. you s- did something to contribute to it and it's like you don't have the option like this is hypothetical right you、mm. don't have the option or this is purely my opinion but you don't have the option of、mm. pretending you didn't notice like too bad you noticed yeah. The least you could do is not contribute to that kind of a thing. If I were to push you back on that,、mm-hmm. although you are physically not doing anything, yeah, but you are still making a choice. Yeah, you're making a choice of doing nothing. Yeah, and I think that is the path that I personally would go down because I physically would not be able to cope living with the guilt that I did something. That at least I made the decision to do something, and it still didn't end. End. Like the perfect situation, but you might you might regret that you might live with the regret that you didn't do anything to kill less people. Yeah, and I might would, but I might 
sorry. <laughs> I'm stumbling <laughs> over my words. And yeah, I might actually will regret that. But I think if I were to, uh, first of all, I would never be in this situation. <laughs> Let's get that out of the way first. I don't have to dwell on it too much. But if I ever were in this situation, I think right now, as of where I am right now, mm. I haven't, you know, my, you know, I've yet to fully grow up. <laughs> but, um, I think right now, I w- don't think I would be physically able to cope with the guilt that I pulled that lever. Pull the lever, yeah. yeah. It's not really about the thing of like, oh, I made the decision to not mm. do something to save more people. It's the fact that I pulled the lever. Mm. I don't think I would be able to live with that guilt. And, you know, I don't think I've also stewed on the trolley problem enough for me to come <laughs> to a model. Either way, it's not going to happen because <laughs> <laughs> we don't have a good enough train system for that. <laughs> so, yeah, no, that's not going to happen. <laughs> If anything, those five people will be celebrating the trains running. I know, yes, right? <laughs> Sorry, that is a, is a bad dark joke. Okay, that's interesting. <laughs> that is interesting. <laughs> we work right next to AT. <laughs> <laughs> mark your mark your words. <laughs> but right. yeah, no, I mean that's at least my take on it. Then again, yeah. I haven't really thought about it too much. Mm. <laughs> yeah. No, that's that's fair. That's mm. fair. I can I can yeah. see that. I can see that. Either way, both outcomes are bad. That's we have to look at it from that perspective. Have you seen this video of like this, like it's like one of those YouTube legend videos that's like ten years old, oh, and it's, you know what I mean. And it's this parent asking his kid that trolley problem, mm-hmm. and in front of the kid is like toy train track that goes. Yeah. two ways and then there are four people lying here and mm. one person lying here with mm-hmm. the Legos whatever and then the the dad like lays down what the scenario is and asks the kid what he would do yeah <laughs> have, you, have you seen the video? I have not I probably should have but no I don't realize this right so the kid's like driving the train right? yeah and so he's like the dad's like oh so this is this is the situation like would you go this way where there are four people or would you go this way there is one person yeah and the kid like looks at the train and picks up that one person puts it in with the four puts it with the four (laughs) and it just drives past the train and it's like and he goes uh oh (laughs) so this is the weirdest thing I mean first of all him saying uh oh signifies that he knows what he's doing (laughs) he knows what he's doing he knows that that's (laughs) That's not the best outcome. <laughs> and, then, and then he still does it. That kid is going places. Not good places, but places. <laughs> I mean, what's going on there? Is it, are we, as humans, are we inher- in, in- inherently evil? Inherently- is this another Lord of the Flies to me? Like, I, I don't know. Like, what's going on? Um, I'd like to believe that we're not. <laughs> um, you, you're the psychologist. Here's the thing, right? When I wrote that essay and I studied Lord of the Flies back in high school, I actually did write a whole essay about humans are inherently evil. What, are, you, but, are we? Uh, now that I've grown up and I'm a little bit more sensible, a little less cynical. Okay. No, I don't. We're I enough? choose not to believe that. Are because, we neutral? We're neutral, right? Well, here's the thing, right? Lord of the Flies, now that I kind of look at it, is largely regarded as, like, a piss <laughs> okay. Like, I know it's trying to send a message, but... I haven't read it, by the way. Ah, it's essentially, like, a group of boys get stranded in the middle of World War Two, stranded on an island. One group, like, pretty much is one guy called... I think his name is Ralph. He's, like, the only oh, one Oh, Ralph Lauren? <laughs> no. Because he went on to make, like, a designer brand, right? No. <laughs> okay, different, different Ralph. 
<laughs> no, um, but no, he got. He was the only one that represents good, and then there's this one other guy called Jack. I'm pretty sure his name's Jack, and like every single other boy that was stranded on the island, mind you, I think Ralph is like what twelve, thirteen at oh. most. So these are like really young boys, yeah. and apparently those boys turn into savages. I think they kill someone as well. Okay, they kill a pig and they put like the pig head on a stick, and that's essentially like the signify, like the sim. It's a very iconic part of Lord of the Flies. I right. think you should read it. But I essentially, that it. entire book had us debating, are humans inherently evil? Mm. And it's like, I don't know. I saw a post somewhere floating around the internet, but it was it ended up on Pinterest as a screenshot. Mm. But it was essentially saying that like you shouldn't use Lord of the Flies to as a reflection of real life. Right. It's, I mean, it's a novel. It's fiction. Yeah. yeah. And I think... It's a and I think... Um, a lot of people gloss past that and they use it to be like, look, this is why humans are inherently evil. And it's like, I'm not the most positive thinking person in the world, but I really don't like going down that path too much because it's like, what does what does a benefit mean Like having this mindset that all humans are inherently evil? I do have this problem where I kind of think like when I meet new people, I do wonder if they have like good or bad intentions. That's just my way of like keeping myself safe. But it's not really a good outlook on humanity as a whole. <laughs> At least that's my opinion. Do you yeah. mean like good or bad intentions, like introducing themselves to you? Yeah, essentially. Or like when someone does something I don't like, I kind of have to remind myself that like, hey, they probably didn't mean it that way. Yeah. Yeah. Like um, when they do something I don't like, for example, oh, I probably shouldn't give examples. They're probably watching this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Because, yeah, it's millions of people watch us. So, yeah. <laughs> <Oopsie> <laughs> but, um, like... When someone does something that hurts me, they yeah. probably did it with good intentions. Again, good intentions, poor execution. I think that's, but that's just like a disconnect in understanding. Like they probably don't understand how I think and how I feel. But I kind of do have to remind myself, it's like, I know you're not someone who's malicious. I hope you're not someone that's mm. malicious. But like they did something and it just did not come off the right way whatsoever. And it's like, that's not how this is going to work, you know? Difficult yeah. part is. Unfortunately, some people do things to hurt others. Yeah, I know. So it's hard and, to tell. Yeah, it's very hard to get out of their mindset because when I was younger, I was really surrounded, not like by a lot of people. Kids aren't very smart. Like, let's Kids just get that out of the way. Kids are not smart. I was not smart. Kids are still so, learning. Yeah, I was very blindly, like, trusted blindly trusting towards other people but a lot of kids are just real assholes <laughs> like they're real dicks to people and it's like I there was a lot of situations I can picture one right now when mm. I was like 12 years old I really just did not have the best friend at the time Okay, like there was just one friend that would like constantly put me down and actually did things with malicious intent right. now that I'm a bit older I kind of have to remind myself like hey um, people are grown up like you know I'm generally the youngest in every setting I have mm. to remind myself that people aren't people don't really sh- wake up every day and just choose to be stupid people or like choose to be bad people. Mm. I kind of have to remind myself that. Like, if they are actually like malicious people, well, I can either think about why they are like that yeah. <laughs> or um, I can just choose to, you know, ignore it and just, you know, try to stay away from them. But, you know, that's more, that's less common than the normal person who is good. Yeah. I've heard this thing that said, Hurt people hurt people. Yes. <laughs> yes. And I think I vibe with that. It, it does. Yeah. I mean, as I don't know, does it sound cheesy? I think it sounds a little bit cheesy, but I think I vibe with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, um, definitely a lot of situations. It's just that, like, the worst part is that hurt people hurt people and they don't realize they're hurting people. <laughs> is it because they are so caught up in their own hurt? Yes. 
I find situations a lot where, and I think when I was a teenager, I also fell into this, but like you get really comfortable with being sad or like being down. That when you try to work on yourself, it's like uncomfortable because you're not used to it. You've been sad for a long time. It's like very common with depression, right? You have been in this state for such a long time and you try to work on yourself to get better. And then you feel uncomfortable. So you kind of like relapse back Mm. into the state that you previously were in because you find it comfortable. And like, I think that's, again, like starting is the hardest step. I definitely fell into that bad like loop when I was younger. But, you know, I still see it, like, to this day and, like, you know, very recently. And it's just... To yourself? Oh, like, me. You see you see that, like, that kind of the relapse bad, like, uh, negative feedback with, like, with yourself? Me. You yeah. um, or with other people? With, mm, with other people. Yeah. I won't, uh, you know, I won't lie and say that I've, like, perfectly recovered or anything. Mm. But, like, I guess sometimes, because I remember, like, in late august uh, sorry late august early september i had a really crappy month (laughs) yeah yeah and i was just like oh i feel like because at least now i'm a little bit more sensible and i can recognize when things are coming back up i think before then i was just like you know just going with the flow but it's really interesting to see as i've grown older how my thinking evolves Mm. like being self-aware is one thing and i think being too self-aware when i was younger kind of like was a double-edged sword is that what it's called? Double-edged sword. Yeah. But um, now when I'm older, I can kind of recognize that I am self-aware, but at the same time, do something about it, not right. just like recognize it. Because yeah. I think when I was younger, I could recognize something and then that would kind of be it because I wouldn't know what to do or wasn't in a position to do anything. Mm. Now that I'm older, I have a little bit more freedom and a little bit more free will. It's like, okay, cool. So I can do something. I can change where I am, what my environment is, do something about it. So... Yeah, again, not much you can do when you're a kid, which is kind of unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, but it's one thing that doesn't change ever is that it's hard being uncomfortable. Mm, yeah. Whether, like, if it's for the better in the future, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, definitely, yeah. I think that um, COVID was a very weird time for me because yeah. it was one of my most miserable times but also one of my most eye-opening times because I spend it with no one but myself (laughs) and um i could really learn so much about myself like i think when i was 17 so 2020 right that was like the most evolutionary year of my life where i felt like nothing fell into place none of the puzzle pieces connected but i could understand so much more so i think i don't know why i said that to be honest i just threw that out there but yeah that's kind of like the whole uncomfortable thing like i was very uncomfortable Mm -hmm. during it but you know, now I look at where I am today and it's like, without that full isolation thing, I wouldn't be the way I am now, kind of a thing. And I'm very grateful for the fact that I am the way I am now. Is yeah. the, Was it the main struggle that, like, the isolation? Yeah, I think so. It's just that, um, like, because you can't reach anyone. Yeah. I've had this problem very recently, but I think it also taught me a few bad habits in COVID because right now, because... You know, face-to-face communication was not possible. Yeah. And I think my generation, it's a very big generational difference, but, like, we don't really call. We text. You were 17, right? Back, um, you oh, were 17 yeah, yeah, I was 17. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought you meant, like, now. <laughs> I thought you meant now. But, um, yeah, yeah, that's true. But but that, that's been there for a while, before COVID. Mm, yeah, yeah, of course. No, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, so, yeah. Yeah, especially, like, communicating with my friends. It, like, especially because I find it really hard to read tone over 
um, oh, text. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, one, I'm autistic. Two, it's just hard. It's but, hard. um, yeah, but now I feel like I need to... I've been trying actively. Successful or not, that's not up to me to decide. Mm-hmm. But I've been trying actively to, like, not take mishaps or misunderstandings over written communication too seriously because for us like for me and friends my age it's like oh this is how we show respect to each other like we respond enthusiastically and you know something like that but um i've realized with like you know my managers at work that's just not the case like (laughs) i looked at my manager right I, I went to um, Ruapeu and I sent him a picture of the massive carrot. I said, look, a carrot. He just never responded to me. <laughs> I'm like, dude, <laughs> I, I'm showing you like a carrot. It's such a nice carrot. Please respond to me. And then he responded to me two weeks later in person. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> this is so cute. <laughs> I don't know why, but this is so wholesome. I know. I love my old, it's my old GM as well. Yeah. My old general manager, not my current manager as well. But I sent him that and I was like... <laughs> What? Because <laughs> um no, but I do remember there was this time where um I was going through quite a rough patch um back in April, and he would like actively text me for like Aww. half an hour. He would never do that, and yeah. I was like, oh, you That's know sweet. the things like you know putting an effort to meet halfway. It's like me, I don't mm. really rely on verbal communication too much. Like this is someone who just straight up picks up the phone, call calls people. I've never met you in my life, but <laughs> hi, hello, how are you? Kind of a situation. So yeah, like just learning. Learning, because I've always been surrounded by people who are, like, relatively my age. Yeah. Yeah. And the first time, like, and then I have, like, managers who are, like, twice my age. And it's like, okay, cool. I have to understand how you work. Mm. Yeah, same thing. So, yeah, I think communication is a big part for me because it was the only thing I had during COVID. Like, I couldn't go outside and see people, even though they live right the street over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, teenage years, like, such a formative years, too. Mm, yeah. I was in uni for when I was 17 to 19. Yeah. And that was all in COVID. So I feel like I used to be, I used to lament over the fact that I didn't get enough time to be myself before all the adult responsibilities came into my life. Kind of like going to work and blah, 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 mortgage and blah, blah. But um, I've recently stopped lamenting because that wasn't getting me anywhere. (laughs) But I think it's good to let myself like kind of like mourn or like feel sad about it. But I don't want to feel sad for too long because I want to do something with my life. Like, okay, yeah, sure. What are you going to do? Like go back in time and like not get, not have COVID take over the world? (laughs) No, I'm not going to do that. So it's kind of like a very harsh, like get over it (laughs) kind of a thing. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I... I definitely see how that has impacted me. Even, like, from my degree, I feel like people come out of uni, like, very knowledgeable, very prepared for the world. I'm just here, like, well, (laughs) what do I know? (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I think 17, 18, I feel like you might have just... Because I feel like the younger you are, Mm. the more impactful it would have been, that that period. Yeah. Like, Mm. not seeing other people, you know, seeing more screens, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Because, um... I have a friend who's like about like around 16 right mm-hmm. now, but like she was in COVID from like 13, 14, 15. I feel like at that age, you at least have the rest of your teenage years to try and make up for it. That's true. I w- That's true. It just sucked up because it was a year right after I left high school. Yeah. I'm just like, why? Because, <laughs> you know, those are supposed to be my uni years, you know, those are... You know, I'm not trying to glorify university or anything because it's not really anything to glorify. But mm. it's like when you kind of that last period before the re- like the real world hits you between because high school you're kind of too young to like m- like mean anything or anything, and like w- and you know working responsibilities when you finally enter 
you know, outside of uni. It's, you know, comes at you pretty quickly. But it was just that one little period where I could just, like, be myself, not having to, like, mask anything. I just really get to learn myself. Mm. And I did that all in COVID, so I'm kind of pissed about it. Yeah. But at the same time, I can't really do anything to change it, so I've just accepted it as it was and yeah. just kind of figuring i still you know figuring out who i am and what i live for and what my life purpose is so yeah i'm just doing that now <laughs> yeah i think there are definitely pros and cons there you know like yeah. cons being like what you said yeah but pros being what you said <laughs> <laughs> nice <laughs> but like, core of the century <laughs> <laughs> but those things those two things very mutually exclusive yeah yeah you, you couldn't have done one but and you could you could not have done one thing and the other. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So I think did it affect you much? Because at that time you were probably working full time, right? Yeah, I was working full time. I was living with my partner at the time. Yeah. Um, I, I I'm I'm very much of a home person, mm-hmm. homebody, right? Mm-hmm. I quite enjoyed the whole process of like staying home and working yeah. from home because it's like my first time working from home. Mm-hmm. Enjoyed that because you save a lot of time, like commuting. Yeah, yeah. And, but I don't know if it's related, mm-hmm. but I started feeling a lot of anxiety towards the end of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it, it wasn't triggered by my fear of COVID or anything like that, yeah. but maybe subconsciously because I was staying at home, not really meeting many other people, mm-hmm. maybe it subconscious subconsciously affected me. Mm, yeah. So, um, yeah. So large part, like it, like looking at the just kind of staying at home and just you know just doing my own thing i didn't mind it Mm. but i wonder overall if it's affected my mental health Mm. yeah i think a lot of people like their mental health was like really starting to spiral yeah because like the first few months and whatever it's like oh yes i don't have to deal with people but like you know over time it's like even like most introverted people eventually just (laughs) (laughs) kind of just get really lonely it's like oh i just really want some human contact or something yeah so, yeah, no, that was something shocking because I was always like, oh, finally, I'm alone. Everybody leave me alone. But, like, I was just like, oh, crap, I miss my prince. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, what buzzes me out is, like, in prison and stuff, like, the worst punishment is, like, isolation. That was a big jump. <laughs> Damn, okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just goes to show, like, like, how much of a social animal we are. Right? Yeah. 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 I mean, I don't know. I, I think about that. Like, it's like, are humans inherently evil? No. Are we meant to be alone? <laughs> that's <laughs> a, that's to... actually another thing that I thought about a lot. I used to think that, you know, we're inherently independent, but now I'm thinking maybe we're not. You know? Oh, no. I think <laughs> we're inherently dependent. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Think, of yeah, course. We're, yeah. 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 No, I, I, yeah. Um, yeah. What else? What else? Uh, uh, yeah. That's right. I was going to actually ask you about that carrot. <laughs> the giant carrot. Oh yeah, the carrot. Yeah, is that anything to do with uh, Englishman? The I said Josh. Oh, yeah, jolly, jolly, jolly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is that is oh, that his God. carrot? Um, like, no. There's there was originally a very big carrot in um Oakune because yeah. carrot. Um, but because his name is Josh Carrot. Josh Carrot, right? Yeah. They have a they have a little rocket thing, a carrot rocket yes. at the park now called the Jolly Rocket. Yeah. After they visited it. But it's not the one that you saw. It's no, the no, different no. One. It's like the iconic, big, the massive iconic, carrot. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, true. So it's different carrots. No, different carrots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Different carrots. Yeah. It's yeah. like, it's not actually only a carrot. The big carrot is only like the highlight, but there's actually other quite disturbing vegetables <laughs> in the park okay. as well. Yeah. Because they have faces and they're like making weird poses. And I'm just like, oh my God. 
Right. Straight out of my nightmare as well. Okay. <laughs> who you know who told me about that Josh Carrot and mm-hmm. the carrot like the old story in New Zealand? Mm-hmm. Izo. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's a big fan of. Uh, yeah. What's young. his name? Englishman. Yeah, Korean Englishman. Korean Englishman. Yeah. Yeah, big fan of. Izo is a big fan of him. Apparently, yeah. I went to see him when he came to New Zealand and oh yeah, yeah, yeah over yeah, there yeah. and stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you know that? Yeah, I knew that. Oh, you knew that? Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. nice, nice. nice. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did. But yeah, um, yeah, that was for the grad ski trip. Oh yeah, yes. yeah, makes sense. We makes have sense. a photo next to the carrot. <laughs> 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 yes. Before we go on, could could you please open this for me? Yeah, no. I've been problem. trying with one hand like for ages. And thank you, thank you. There we go. Yeah, this is my gripe. Vitamin water. They, their bottle is not designed to be opened in a very elegant way. Well, there's your sponsorship gone. <laughs> Don't spit it out. <laughs> I'm going for Mecca now. <laughs> Mecca, please. Mecca, please. Mm. What value proposition would you get on Mecca? Real talk. Have you ever been in a Mecca? Yes, I huh? have. Oh, well, I'm surprised. I was buying a sun cream for my secret Santa two mm-hmm. years ago. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Which one did you settle on? I am. Will, I will judge you on your answer. I had a specific one that she liked. Mm-hmm. Um, and you don't remember it? I don't remember it. No, I don't remember it. It was like small, goes in the... Yeah, but... Um, do you remember what color it was? I, do, I remember it had a lot of writings on it. Do you know like every product in Mecca and stuff? Was it Kiehl's? Mario Could have been Kiehl. No, okay. Could have been Kiehl. Because I know what Kiehl, like the logo looks like. Yeah, mm. yeah. Um, not every product, but I do regularly stalk their like new in page, mm. and because I'm like you know one of the lower customers, I do go into the store to click my rewards. So yeah, I do know quite a lot of what goes <laughs> in Mecca, <laughs> begrudgingly. <laughs> so yeah. talking about YouTube, right? Mm-hmm. Now we're back to our notes, guys. <laughs> talking about YouTube, you've been thinking about. Oh, God. You said you you've been kind of thought about like starting YouTube or a podcast or something like that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was thinking, you know, in this in this podcast, we could brainstorm a little bit. Oh God! Come up with some <laughs> ideas. You okay. Know, what can we talk about? Oh no! And <laughs> I I have some suggestions. Mm-hmm. Obvious one, number one, right here. Your your bag. I will get roasted. I will get dragged so hard on the internet. Would you mind that? Because um, some people are more resilient than others. I know, but I don't do this as like a professional thing so i feel like i don't ask for criticism <laughs> and i don't do it for monetary gain either because i do follow a lot of like you know leather work people but mm. they do it as their lifestyle you know right and it's like it's like if for example if you do art for a living you need to like you go you um like if you do like journalism or stuff like that like you live for critique your dream is like oh my god i hope like a really famous like art critic will like critique my art and mm. stuff like that but I'm not that. <laughs> Please, yeah. I just want to be alone. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> but okay, so w- you wouldn't do that? Anything like that? No. It would be cool though. I don't know. I feel like cool. as probably short form video, yes. Yeah. But I don't know. I think because re- because you know nowadays short form content is more popular. Mm. Yeah, definitely a lot of, like full fledged YouTube videos. I kind of look at like what do I like to watch on YouTube, and it's like Dan- yes, you and should it's like do that. Dan and Phil Minecraft videos, and I'm just like I'm not gonna do that. You're not gonna do Minecraft videos. <laughs> um, 
No. No. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> I'm not. I don't talk enough to myself to fill up the space with like commentary. Mm. Yeah. Also, I think I I'm getting to a point where I like watching other people do videos more than like sorry play video games more than playing video games myself because yeah. I feel like one they're better than the game than me, they're better at the game than me, mm. and two. Man, I just can't be bothered. <laughs> I feel like whenever I had to play a video game, that makes me have to like think, <laughs> like think logically. I'm just like, oh my god, because when I was twelve, I was like a very heavy gamer. Like, because mm. my brother got an Xbox 360. It soon became my Xbox 360 nice. when he started high school. He went to Auckland Grammar, so he didn't have a lot of time for that. But um, yeah, no, all his games like Battlefield Three, <laughs> Call of Duty Modern Warfare. <laughs> mm. Oh, it's so much. <laughs> that doesn't mean any, anything to me. Oh, you don't play video games. <laughs> shooting games, right? Yeah, yeah. First person shooting. Yeah, FPS. FPS. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like I get motion sickness. <laughs> so, I mean, I I know that they're FPS, but today. <laughs> Sorry, I'm laughing because it really doesn't suit my image. Like nowadays, I'm just like, hi, I like Stardew Valley. Stardew Valley. <laughs> I played Club Penguin when I was younger. Yeah, yeah. But Stardew Valley looks fun. It is really fun, yeah. I think it's more fun playing with other people, but like, but when you're like on a farm by yourself, it's like, oh. okay. But yeah, right. no, it's really fun. I used to play with other people. Yeah, you know what looks really fun? Animal mm. Crossing. That looks really. fun. It does. I just think, um, because I wanted a Nintendo Light Switch or a Switch Lite for the longest time, but I kind of feel like looked at Animal Crossing. I don't know if I have the patience for it. It seems very grindy. It's very grindy, which is why I don't. Uh, which is like Stardew Valley eventually gets a little bit tiring it's if you're grindy, playing by right? yourself. Yeah. I feel like Animal Crossing. I just don't fit the vibe of Animal Crossing. I, it's not like I wake up every day and crave violence, but at the same time, <laughs> I feel like Animal Crossing is a little bit too calm for yeah. me. Yeah, like I need some drama need in some my vibe. life. Yeah, no, nah, fair, fair. <laughs> so, are you playing any game now? No, I don't no have time. Games. No. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I barely get time during the weekday, and then I have, like, the weekends, and I'm just too tired to, like, use any mental energy. <laughs> okay, so no gaming. That's fine. That's mm. fine. We can we can work through this, Jesse. No no leather work, no gaming. How about, <laughs> how about fashion? Holes. You can do holes. You can do I'm reviews. I'm not educated enough, or nor do I have enough capital to constantly be buying shit. <laughs> That's true, but that, that you know what I really wanted to do at a point. I had a bullet journal. Do you know what those are? No. Nah. When I was seventeen, it's essentially journaling, right? You make it very pretty, and you have like a study thing. I really wanted to like make like a study, like a gram, like we call them study grams back when I had Instagram very long time ago. Mm. But um, I wanted to have like one of those where I can just kind of like document everything I like study you know make pretty notes and stuff like that i would also make a lot of things like embroidery stuff like that so i was hoping i could like put some on instagram um i can't upkeep anything i mm. i cannot upkeep a social media account to save right. my life which is why i got rid of everything yeah but also um contrary to the fact that i really like learning i hate studying i just cannot I've always relied on the fact that I've had a good memory all my life. Okay. So in a way, it's a bit awkward to admit this out to everybody, but I don't really know how to study because I've kind of just relied on my good memory to mm. carry me through to the exam. And then as soon as the exam is over, <laughs> poof, I know nothing. Yeah. So, which is the life of like pretty much every student, but I haven't really needed to put that much effort into anything to get what I want, mm. like academic wise, which sounds 
extremely cocky, but <laughs> um, that's just the reality. So yeah. I feel like a bit of anguish because I don't know what it means to study, which is why right. I don't really consider doing anything like a master's or a PhD, simply because I know that I have to put effort into mm. it. And I like putting effort into things. Like I don't, you know, my grad diploma was purely a choice. I'm doing it purely out of exactly. my own interest yeah. because I don't, because I need a bachelor's for a job. Like, let's be honest, that's the reality. But, you know, my diploma right now is purely for my own interest. But, you know, that's something I like, which motivates me to put in, you know, effort. In my bachelor's, there was nothing motivating me to put in effort mm. to study, simply other than the fact that, like, hey, you need a degree to get a job. Yeah. Anyway, okay, cool. what was I saying? But, yeah, no. Um, <laughs> I don't know how to study. And I, <laughs> and that's kind of like, I don't really know how to upkeep anything. <laughs> Are you, do, you, do you think you're more of a hands-on person? Because... When you made this, you obviously yes. had to study. Yes. <laughs> right? Definitely more of a do person, which is kind of like why I like working so much mm. as compared to studying, because yeah. you don't really do anything. Because I remember it was very pivotal for me joining my current job, my previous role in the company that we work at. It's um, Because I remember the reason why it meant so much to me is because it was the first thing that I did that actually contributed to something real. Mm. So... You know, with the interns at work nowadays, I kind of, um, you know, I really encourage them to get involved in this like certain thing because that is going to contribute to something very real that's going to be used in like very real like financial situations. I'm a finance graduate, by the way, but um, like very real like financial reporting that will carry on within the business. So I think it's very good that the interns are getting to experience that. But I didn't get to experience that until I started this job. Yeah. So yeah. So. I'm definitely more of a hands-on person, which is why I like work so much compared to study. <laughs> but once you start, say like you start a channel, mm -hmm. it's about fashion or it's about leather work. Yeah. Once you do that, now everything's hands-on because in order to create content, yeah. you have to learn those things. So you know what I mean? So it becomes more of a do rather than just learning for the sake of... Learning. I think that's mainly but part as well because um, like starting a channel, right? Like there's there's always gonna be the reason why I've, it's never really lasted is because there's that nagging feeling that I have to do it. It's no mm. longer out of pure enjoyment anymore, and I feel like That's I don't true. have that level of enjoyment to do it. Yeah. Um. Instead of a YouTube channel, I can tell you something I've been working on though. Yeah. I've been planning out the outline for a book <laughs> that I want to write. Is it content exclusive? Huh? Is it content like my my podcast exclusive? Like yeah, info. I've never really told... Uh, I've kind of, like, mentioned it offhand to a few people. Like, oh, I don't know, maybe kind of right. But, but not but no, the podcast, I've, right? Uh, no, I've yeah, just I've started, first. like, drafting on like, yesterday, literally. So, yeah, that's the thing I'm looking for. Uh, okay, you want to write a book? Yeah, I okay. have written, like, a novel before, but it wasn't, like, a like fully, like, hard copy published. Yeah. It just kind of existed on the internet for, like, a year before I took it down. But, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I did get something out of that but no i want to like sit down and like write a proper oh. book and i kind of make it a goal to like kind of have it out by the time i turn 22 okay which is next year <laughs> yeah. so yeah so is it what is it about do you know what it's like the genre what it's about yes how long uh, be? no spoilers though i can tell you in private but i don't want it out on the yeah because sure. i think some people i know will be watching this yeah podcast. yeah yeah so <laughs> off the screen off huh? the yes. behind the screen you can. know once once that's yeah. Can do that. <laughs> yeah, sounds good. Sounds good. Okay, yes. okay. No, that's good. Yeah. Not cool. That's cool. So you're just going to yeah. keep you busy, obviously. Oh, yeah, definitely. It gives me something to do because I feel like starting it is the hardest part, again, <laughs> with mm. anything. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. 
So what else? What else? Because we talked about. Yeah, now I'm always like. It's it's a selfish reason, you know. There's no way, no other way to say it. Yeah, yeah. I love seeing people like create content, <laughs> mm, mm. and I love to see like their creativity and things like that. Yeah. So, I think, you know, the if you are on this podcast, I invited you because I think you are cool and I think you have <laughs> a lot a lot of things I I'm interested in you. You know. Yeah. So I my my views always like oh like why don't you start a content because you're so interesting you got all this talent you got all this knowledge <laughs> yeah it, it's 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 a thing I think about sometimes because like oh you have you know something you're interested in why not share it with the world yeah but I feel I think I don't really want to be pressured to share it with the world like I'll share it to people around me but I feel like mm. as soon as it goes out to the world you're like kind of opening yourself to things that you don't really you aren't really prepared for yeah like yeah I don't really have a problem taking criticism but at the same time when I don't ask for it it seems a little bit weird <laughs> especially fair. when you know criticism implies that you're taking it very, very seriously. And I'm not saying that I'm not taking it seriously, but mm. I don't really want to take it seriously to a point where I have to like abide rigidly to every single rule and, you know, whatnot. That's fair. Mm. I think I come to realize that how much I'm into YouTube and I've been taking <laughs> it for granted Yeah, because um, a lot of people don't even watch YouTube. I mm, realize mm. that because I do interviews. Yeah, yeah. Like last week... Uh, did I tell you this? I went like doing like live interviews last week. I just took my microphone and like. Oh uh, no! I don't. Think okay, so. I don't think I'm, I'm, I. I mean, I have told you, but so last weekend was like the last weekend where this com like this um recurring comedy show was on. Yeah. So they they've been doing. It's, they're called Snort. They do like improv comedy. Mm -hmm. They've been doing it for ten years. Oh yeah. And last Saturday was their last day. Oh yeah. So I was like, me and from my friends were going to that, and mm -hmm. we've been going there for like this year yeah i was like oh we're a big fan we've been going like every week almost yeah let me go there and oh it'll be cool to interview people like mm -hmm. it'll be something different for my channel yeah something different for my like podcast and then also i feel like i will learn something out of it yep. and it sounds fun and yep. it's something that i like i enjoy doing anyway mm. and i went there and i obviously so i did like one-on-one -on -one interviews and they were like each of the interviews was like, I don't know, three minute to five minute long interviews. Mm, yeah. So quite quick paced, right? Mm. So I prepared like questions I was going to ask. Mm -hmm. So I, I was going to ask like kind of the typical ones, like uh, how long have you been going to snort? Yep. Like what are you going to do now that this is not recurring anymore? Yep. And things like that. And I also asked general questions like, oh, do you listen to any podcast? Mm -hmm. um, and what's your favorite YouTube channel? Mm -hmm. And things like that. And I realized that... Most people there, they didn't have a favorite YouTube channel. Because they don't watch They don't YouTube. watch YouTube. Oh, wow, okay. <laughs> and I think, yeah, and I, like, I've, and they, I've had this experience quite often. Yeah. I'll, I'll ask, like, oh, what's your favorite YouTube channel? And I'm yep. keen to talk about it. But that's not have happened enough. And I think now, like, looking at it now, mm -hmm. I'm, I realize now, like, okay, like, I am into YouTube. Mm-hmm. And I grew up with YouTube. Yeah. So I just assume people mm. also went through that. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. But it's not true. Yeah. Like, um, a couple of coworkers don't know who Markiplier is. They don't know what Five Nights at Freddy's is. Yeah. I was telling someone about the fact that I went to go watch a Five Nights at Freddy's movie. And I was like, oh my god, I'm such a wimp. And they're just like, why? Did you not go to the movie? <laughs> and then I just realized, oh wait, you don't even know that it's a horror movie. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> 
<laughs> you fossil. <laughs> I was telling like uh, people that I my one of my I'm a, I'm a bro. Mm-hmm. I'm a, like a day one yep. bro, mm-hmm. and, and they're like, oh, what's that? I'm like, oh, okay, like sh- sure, like you know. Like maybe it bro is such a general term. Yeah. So I said, Oh, like, I'm a big fan of PewDiePie. They're like, who's Oh, that? who's that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, What's that even? Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, Whoa. Because yeah. for me, like PewDiePie is like a like a big part of my yeah. you know, growing up. Yeah, yeah. And I remember one time as well, like I was telling um people about, Oh guys, B- Mr. Beast's new chocolates come out. Mm-hmm. And they're like, Who? <laughs> I was like, Damn, this is we're talking about the biggest content creator on one of the biggest platforms. Yeah, yeah. Speaking yeah. of Mr. Beast Chocolate, do you know that our countdown Metro sells it? Yeah, that's where work. I got them from. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. That's where I got them I from. I tried yeah. it. Did you not like it? Uh, I, I, I come to realize that I'm just not a big chocolate fan in general. So Ooh. I just have a very biased opinion. No sure. no shade to the chocolate brand. No I feel shade. Like if you like the chocolate, like my other friends like the chocolate. I just didn't Feast like chocolate. Yeah, I just didn't like the chocolate because I just don't like chocolate. <laughs> so I, I'm just not in the market anyway. So yeah. <laughs> Mr. Beast, I love, you know, your product. I'm a big fan of Are yours. you just trying to get sponsorships this I, entire episode? I will get sponsorships. Next, next episode, you're just going to have a bar Beast of chocolate. <laughs> Start eating it halfway through. <laughs> Such a delicious chocolate. <laughs> yeah, and I tried them. No, um, I like them, but I'm, I'm kind of like you. Like, you know, it's sh- sugar. sugar. Like, how bad can it be? You know, how bad tasting can it be? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, it's going to be like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I like that. Apparently, it's got like a cane. It's they use cane sugar. Oh yeah, which apparently is better than like other processed sugars. Mm. So do you like? Do you have a sweet tooth? Nah, no, I don't. No. I really I, don't. I mean, I do appreciate sweet things. Oh, but, like my yeah. one most hated food in the entire world is a marshmallow. Mm. I really cannot stand marshmallows. It's just sugar. Yeah, <laughs> I'm with you. I yeah. like. I do like sm- s'mores though. That's chocolate on marshmallows. Oh, that's uh, burnt burnt marshmallow. That's like still a marshmallow. It, it tastes nice. I don't know why, but it tastes I, nice. I know. I've had a small one. I, yeah. I guess I'm just a marshmallow hater. Sure. <laughs> that's my hot take. <laughs> well, what were we talking about? That Starting oh, we're just talking about channel. YouTube. Yeah. Okay. No, that's fair. That's fair. I think, yeah. I think I need to get my head out of YouTube a little bit. <laughs> just because yeah. I'm in it. Not everyone's in that. Mm, yeah. yeah I'm true. happy with being a consumer, an end user, if you want to call it, but not yeah. really like a creator. That's fair. A project owner. <laughs> That's fair. Actually, speaking of Friday, Five Nights at Freddy's mm-hmm. and Hunger Games, you went to watch Hunger Games, right? I did, yes. yeah. Yeah. How are, how are those two? Um, I'll start on the Hunger Games first. Um, gorgeous movie. I really loved it. Yeah. Uh, gorgeous, gorgeous movie. It's just that it made me so nauseous with how violent it was. That's the whole point of the Hunger Games, though. But I think I watched it. It was an eye-opening experience for me because while it was such a beautiful movie, um, I remember watching the first Hunger Games when I was 11. It didn't come out when I was 11. It came out way earlier before that. But I remember watching it when I was 11 because mm. otherwise I would be too young. It's rated M, right? Mm. I didn't... I, I haven't... I don't remember processing that... the people participating in the Hunger Games were children. True. I don't remember Rue being a child. That That's how okay. that's how I perceived it. But now, when I was... Now, after the movie, I watched the most recent Hunger Games. I kind of Googled up Rue, and I was like, oh, that's a child. Well, like, we're talking 11, 12? Yeah, like, a chi- visibly a child. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But sure. And now, when I was watching the Hunger Games, it was, like, again, a very young child. And 
they were less gruesome with her death scene. It's not a spoiler because people die in the Hunger Games, by the way. <laughs> but um, they were a lot less gruesome with her death scene. But I swear to God, I nearly threw up in that like during that movie so many times. It was just so much for me. But then again, I'm someone with not really a strong stomach because so I, f- I feel like if you watch it, you wouldn't have that much of a problem. Mm. But like for me, it was so much because I got um, a gold class ticket. Right, okay. I usually do this about like once a month, and then like I ask my friends like, "Hey, where should I get like food there?" And mm. I had like really nice food. Halfway through, I was like, "I can't stomach this oh. down because it was so much. It oh, was no. so much for me." But I was, you know, I had like a nice Sunday with like coffee, tea, ice cream, and anything, and I just watched it melt for like ten minutes because I was like, Ooh. "I can't do that. <laughs> I can't do this." But yeah, no. Again, like. Aside from the fact that I'm a wimp, um, it was a gorgeous movie. I really recommend you watch it. It's because uh, um, I actually read the book later that night when I went home, which mm. is why I woke up late and I was late to work the next morning. <laughs> but um, I realized that there are truly some things that you cannot convey from book right. to movie. That's like true. simple nuances. I remember watching the end of that movie and going like, wait, what happened? But mm. then I read the book and it all made sense. Which is why I kind of like, I'm very much a book over movie kind of person mm. because even though movie, the visuals are beautiful, but the book, like the nuances and the things that you that go unsaid are like mean a lot more when mm. they're in written word, which is why I appreciate the book a bit better. But yeah, no, The Hunger Games, um, again, beautiful movie. I really recommend people watch it. I would actually try and maybe watch it again because wow. at least I know like where all the very violent parts are mm. so I can at least process the movie properly this time. Yeah, You know, one of the characters does actually throw up because of the violence in the movie. Okay. So uh, yeah, I guess I'm not alone in that. Um, as for Five Nights at Freddy's though, I was actually thinking about it on the way here. I know what happens in the movie because I watched it and I was there. Yeah. But I don't remember what happens in the movie because I was distressed the entire time. Yeah. I had my cardigan, right? It's that cardigan, but it's like black, right? Mm. If I hold it up in front of my face when a scary scene comes up, my cardigan is see-through. So I'm still, so I'm still watching the movie, right? Just close your eyes, just No, but here's the thing, right? When I, no, when I close my eyes, I have to go like this because like, it's bad enough seeing it, but I also hear it. It's like, right. To go like this, but at the same time, I feel like I don't want to miss out on anything important. But oh my god, every time because it's five nights at Freddy's, right? Yeah. It kind of like operates the um, movie, kind of goes by like day, night, day, night. Whenever it would hit nighttime, I'd be like, oh, fuck, here we oh, go again. Yeah. I'm just like, I because I watched it with two of my friends and then one of them was like, oh my god, Jesse, I think you need to hold my hand. And then the other friend who was a guy, he's like, can you hold my hand? <laughs> Oh, it was so funny, but I would not ever watch that alone. Yeah. I, it was very good that I watched it with two other people, but oh my god, I was just distressed the entire movie. Yeah, was it scary, scary? No, I'm here? just the whim. Yeah? <laughs> no, um, the Scott, the guy, um, he enjoyed it a lot. Mm. I was like, damn, it's very good, but like, Anna and I were like, I remember, you know the Universal, like, studios, the opening line with the let it go over yeah. the globe, right? Yeah. Um, f- to fit the Five Nights at Freddy's theme, there's like static Oh, like okay. I remember the first static came up and then I just heard someone next to me whimpering and I'm just like, already? <laughs> already? <laughs> Soon later, really... I like ate my worst because the first major jump scare that came yeah. up, oh my god, I like... I've never done this in my life. I, I, you know how like when you whisper yell, like you whisper very loudly? Yeah. I whispered like the F word so loudly. <laughs> I've never done that before. And I just like laughed about it for the next minute. Yeah. It was so embarrassing. Oh... <laughs> Because 
like it's like you know when a character in a horror movie opens like a door and like you can kind of expect to jump scare. Yeah. I feel like I was too comfortable. I was like, oh, nothing's <laughs> happened yet, and then suddenly it came up. It wasn't even that scary. It's so <laughs> embarrassing. <laughs> but yeah, no. Um, I recommend you watch it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, I'm pretty bad with horror movies too. You can't be worse than I am. <laughs> You simply cannot be worse. I feel than like I, I wouldn't be scared because I I don't know <clears throat> I don't know. But like my the only my only exposure to Five Nights at Freddy's I haven't played the game or anything. Yeah, it's just the uh, nah uh, game theory. Mm-hmm. Just listening to like the lores and things. Oh God! Oh, I actually really enjoyed how the movie like knowing the lore actually mm. um uh made me enjoy the movie a lot more because right. I was just like oh it lines up perfectly. But at the same time, I think the movie would be is like a sta- good standalone movie like you don't have to have any background context of finance at freddy's to enjoy the movie yeah. so like that's that's a great but that's great on their part uh speaking of the hunger games and finance at freddy's josh hutchinson plays the main character in finance at freddy's he was peter in the hunger games okay yeah just something i I'm haven't at. seen hunger games right never mind <laughs> <laughs> Alright. But um yeah, no, I really recommend you watch it. I don't think you'll be scared, I'm just a wimp. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Leatherwork. Oh god. Again? <laughs> Why? I guess I guess we we touched on I guess we touched on this. <laughs> well one one of the notes I had was the bag you made was nice. Thanks. <laughs> just so that like I remember to show it. <laughs> Well, I think this is time for cow questions. Have oh. you got to the cow questions? Which because you've been listening to Jess Jess's episode, I haven't gotten that far yet. <laughs> oh yeah, cow questions. This is something that we do at the uh, like as one of one of my segments. Oh yeah. Um, and what it is is literally um, I ask you random questions mm-hmm. and you answer them. What does the cow have? What does a cow have to do do this? Um, so cow question. So what happened was, so me and Jess used to flat together. Yeah. So we lived together, right? And then, so this was during lockdown. Yeah. So we tried out like kind of different board games and we experimented with different games and stuff. Yeah. And one day, one of our flatmates at the time. Yeah. Um, she bought, uh, this game called I don't know I don't know what the game was called, but it's, the game was like. It's something to do with cow or something, you know? Okay. <laughs> so you open it up. There's like a pink cow in the middle. And it's got a bunch of cards next to oh, it. Yeah? So the cards have questions on them. Mm-hmm. But it's designed for kids. Mm-hmm. So the questions be like, what's your favorite color? Okay. What's your favorite dinosaur? All right. So it's not like trivial or anything, right? Because I don't want to exactly. embarrass myself yeah, no, more. It's not, it's not that. It's more like <laughs> okay. personal questions. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah no. Nice. What's your favorite birthday yeah. gift and stuff? No, like I have a list of like 30 questions on my phone that I wrote myself that I kind of like ask every now and then for an icebreaker. Okay, okay. Yeah. Oh, do you have them on your phone? Yeah. Oh, shoot. Oh, do you have questions for us? I'm kind of interested. Okay, okay. I already know these questions. Right, right, right. <laughs> oh, but I would love to see what some of the questions yeah, are because yeah, yeah, I might add to my repertoire. Oh, no, it's yeah. okay. <laughs> so, the, how, why, like, why, why, like, the kind of twist and turn with my, like, how we kind of evolved the game mm-hmm. was that um, because those questions were very mild. Childish. You know what I mean? It's yeah. very mild, right? Oh, and no. Us being adults, we spice things up. Oh, and no. And usually that means, like, Oh, you know, no. like um, oh, spice no. things up, like R eighteen, R nineteen. You know the adult <laughs> stuff, but oh, we're like no. that, that's that's that is spice. That is a spice, but we spiced up things like a bit more like what's the kind of like more toward not that extreme, but more towards what is the meaning of life kind of 
questions. So existential crisis questions. That that kind of question, but but that needs more thinking. And then the purpose of the cow was that whoever answers the whoever's answer that's kind of um, is like an outlier compared to others. So say like there are five of us, yeah, and they they. The question is, what's your favorite color? Yeah. Everyone says blue. Someone says purple. Yeah. They get the cow. Yeah. And that's the whole game. Okay. So for some reason, <laughs> we had the cow watching over us. You know, watching over us when we play the game. Yeah. And, but we will write down our own questions. Oh yeah. On a paper, piece of paper and put it in the middle, and yeah. we'll have a couple of drinks, and we we take turns like opening the questions yeah. up. Um. So they they were super fun for some reason. Yeah. So I thought. With Jess, I'll bring those questions up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then since then, I've been just yeah throwing the questions out. <laughs> oh, nice. Okay. So yeah, um, yeah. So question number one. So this is kind. Of, once you get like the first question, you know what the kind of the mm. like what we're looking at. Yeah, yeah. Who has had the most positive impact on your life? Um, two people come to mind. My year eleven math teacher for NC level two. Um, I still remember her name and face so clearly. What's her name? Miss Raphael. Uh-huh. Uh, I will not give her away her first name, but she used to teach. She doesn't teach at my high school anymore. But we were like the extension class, so we were, <laughs> you know, the extension class. You can kind of imagine what that is. But mm. it was very like very intense because I felt like quite overwhelmed when I first got into it. Because like when you're like what fifteen, you don't really know much. No. <laughs> like sixteen, fifteen, you don't really know much other than you know. What you know at that moment, <laughs> so it was kind of overwhelming for me. But I think she was like she was very tough on us, but she was also very inspiring as well. I remember like actually crying over the fact that the school year ended. Oh, yeah, like uh, that was how much. And I rem- she left us like a quote. She printed out like a quote Damn. like of advice on paper, and I've actually kept that with me ever since. I used to keep it behind my phone case. Okay, um, not anymore because uh, I now keep it like stuck between the pages of a journal. Mm. Um, I think it's actually in my wallet as as well because I made like a um copy of it and I sure. keep it in my wallet and I just kind of keep it around with me. But yeah, no, she's really like stuck with me in the fact that I thought of her first is actually very um it makes me very happy that i still regard her in that way what's the quote um oh it's very long it was just kind of like um like how you go about life thinking something about life i'll dig it up but like it really resonated me that time because high school was not a great time for me mentally i was trying to figure out who i was and Mm. dealing with undiagnosed like neurodivergency it was just really rough for me so i think at that time like i felt really seen and you know really heard by her you know and you know, she's never done things like um, like tutor me one on one or anything. But I felt like her presence was just very inspiring. Yeah. And, you know, she was funny. She was, but she was also you know tough on us because she wanted us to be like you know better. Yeah. And I think that was like one of the first instances when I had like an adult figure in my life that was harsh on us because she really wanted the best for us. And you know, I don't really get that with a lot of adults when I was younger. So that's why she was stuck with me. You know, that she has stuck with me for a long time. And um, the second one was actually my previous general manager at work mm. um, in my first role. Wow. And that's because um, there's just something about the way that he carried himself is that he's so knowledgeable, he's so smart, and yet not once has he ever made me feel stupid mm. or little or, like, less, you know? And I think those are the leaders that are just really inspiring to me. And... 
you know, I don't idolize anyone, but I feel like I look up to him. I feel like if I'm ever a leader, I would want to be, you know, like him. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if anyone would know who it is. But um, <laughs> yeah, no, he's the one I sent the carrot to and he didn't respond. <laughs> but no, I, you yeah. know, I still feel very happy when I see him around work. I'm just like, hi. And um, yeah, no, I have very fond memories with him because like, you know, he thinks really fast and I feel like he really pushed me to my very limits to the point that I grew. Mm. And I'm very you know, very grateful for that experience. So yeah, yeah, those are my two people. Nice. Question number two. If you could use a time machine, would you rather have one that only goes back in time or only goes forward? I would never want to go back in time. I regret is a very strong thing with me because I feel like I live my life to have no regrets. Mm. I don't, particularly regret anything because i have this um like mindset that i don't regret anything that i've done because at that time it was exactly what i wanted to do and i feel like i shouldn't want to change that because where i am today like for what i have seen and what i've encountered i feel like i wouldn't be i couldn't be happier with how i turned out Mm. after all that so i would go into the future i would have a time machine that goes into the future Whether I wanted to use it is a whole different story. Probably not, to be honest. But um, no, I would just never want a time machine that goes back in time. Mm. Yeah. Number three. If money wasn't an object, Mm -hmm. what would you do? Be a musician. Yeah? Be a musician. Full-time musician? Yeah. I love music. And I would love creating it. I think um, that's my go-to thing for everything, like... Being a you know, music production, being a musician. Mm. Yeah. Are you creating music now with your samples? Oh, no, not anymore. I okay. um, haven't really had the time. But um, yeah, no, it's something that I kind of like am looking to go back into. Mm. It's just that right now I haven't really had the creative energy to do it. <laughs> I'm okay. shockingly uncreative at the times where I need to be creative. <laughs> and about 4 a.m. I suddenly have a surge of energy. <laughs> <laughs> so it doesn't really operate well on my schedule. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, no, yeah, that was what that was. Me. That's cool. That's cool. Um, Question number four. Mm -hmm. What is something you are terrible at but wish you could do well? I should have a lot of answers to this and now I can't think of anything. (laughs) I probably, honestly, studying. I know I've just talked about this, but the whole thing of... um, you know, being so reliant on a natural gift of mine is that it's made me a little bit reluctant that I'm when I'm not perfect at something at the first try, mm. I get a little bit down and reluctant. Uh. I've managed to kind of like not let that get in the way. It's like, okay, cool. To be good at something, you need to suck at it first. Like, you know, as with a lot of things, but I think that's something I really wanted to do, but want to be good at. Yeah. Because yeah. again, it's like just putting an effort to something that even if you aren't always motivated to do it, you still want to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Good answer. (laughs) Number five. What is one childhood memory that you remember especially well? Mm. I don't know why this is the first one that always comes to mind. Because I feel like I should have a lot of childhood memories. Okay, define childhood. I think it's up to you. Like whatever you think, like was your childhood. Well, that's 
deep. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> um, I don't know. Well, I'll just say the first thing that comes to my mind. Mm. Um, <clears throat> childhood memory. Okay, I don't really consider sixteen childhood. <laughs> so I'll just say this anyway. I went to a concert. Yeah, and it was Troy Sivan, and I remember seeing there was like concert, and it was just blue light and i just remember distinctly seeing someone with their phone screen on okay and they were waving their arm just so slowly it's something so simple but that image is just burned in the back of my mind because okay. i just felt it was so beautiful at the time Aww. you know like the entire sta- stadium was just like filled with blue light you know this music one of my favorite songs at the time and then it was just this one person just genuinely being so happy in that moment and that image is just burned to the back of my mind yeah that is like 16 though so i wouldn't call that childhood oh, my just... earliest childhood memory was a massive teddy bear when i was one <laughs> years old i still have it it's about this big but when you're like a child you know it's you know a giant teddy bear and i remember um you know hanging out with my cousin mm. over a teddy bear apparently we fought over it i don't remember that part yeah. <laughs> but yeah no it was me my cousin in china and it's massive teddy bear, teddy bear. i still have yeah nice <laughs> Now, I think the Troy Sivan one counts, too, if, if yeah, you're yeah. 16. <laughs> yeah. What? It's not that long ago. <laughs> <laughs> what fictional character do you most relate to? Oh, God. Do I relate to any fictional character? <laughs> yeah, could be um, no one. Yeah, I don't... Uh, I really feel like I should have an answer for this, but I feel like right now I just don't. Yeah? Um, that's fine. Yeah, I don't. I feel like right now... I've recently been reading like non-fiction books a lot more so i don't really relate to like a <laughs> fictional character what is a childhood habit or preference that you never grow never grow out of hmm. could also be known for this too mm-hmm. could also be nothing for this this question no too. um childhood habits oh again i feel like i should have a lot of answers <laughs> to this and yet um just I feel like I do things a lot of the time in like very specific ways. I'm just trying to think of one. Um There's a plethora of them. I just can't think of them mm. right now. I'll, if it comes to me in a conversation, I'll bring it up. <laughs> if you could ask your future self one thing, mm-hmm. what would it be? Are you happy? I feel like that's a very generic question that a lot of people would ask, but I feel like For that's something like because, you know, like, what is the end goal of life? I feel like you mm. really, I feel like it's happiness. Then again, like, what do you define as happiness? So I feel like, you know, are you happy is kind of like, it holds a lot of weight to it, at least for me. I don't think, you know, for some people it might not matter as much. But like, for me, it's like, are you happy? Like, are you content with life? Actually, it will probably more be more about do you regret anything? Right. Yeah. And I would want it to be a yes or no answer. I don't want it to be like, tell me specifically what you regret because mm. th- first of all, this is never going to happen. But like, you know, but if they were to tell me, oh yeah, I do regret X, Y, and Z, yeah. I'm going to spend my entire life avoiding X, Y, and Z. Yeah. So I would ask them actually change the answer. I would ask them, do you regret anything? And I want it to be a yes or no answer. Right. Yeah. That's interesting. <laughs> Yeah. Do you have opinions on that? No, no, no. I was going to say um it would be a difficult one to say no. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cuz it's just so easy to regret something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it's it's interesting that you would ask that question 
despite knowing that. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, I think right now I would say I don't regret anything. Had you asked me like half a year ago, I would say I regret something. Right. Yeah. But That's now, true, now, like right now, as of the second, yeah. I don't regret anything. Yeah. yeah. Good on you. <laughs> That's I, I know. I mean, must have been pretty tough to get there. Mm, definitely, yeah. yeah. But I quit here in the end, and that's all that matters. Yeah. Oh, that's that's so good to hear. Because <laughs> they would, in terms of that, that they would translate to that you are happy right now. Mm. In Dang, this moment, I am in happy. In this moment, <laughs> yeah. Damn, you heard it here first on my "Everything Goes with Pascal" podcast. Check back in an hour. <laughs> 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 I'm kidding. <though. laughs> um, what is the best? Advice you'll uh, you've ever received. Advice. Um. You can do everything right and still fail. That is not weakness. That is just life. Who said that? I read that somewhere, but I was told a variation of it very recently. Mm. Things like um. Just because it makes complete logical sense, and you expect fairness, doesn't mean that you're going to get it. True, that's just life, and that's how you build resilience to the reality. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I also heard that somewhere. Now that you say <clears throat> that, yeah. For context, this was me going for a job I wanted. Okay. That I didn't get. Yeah. The one that I kind of told you about. Mm. And it was, it's just that I was in a very specific situation where there were many reasons why I could not get mm. the job, but I went to go try anyway. And it's like, just because something makes complete logical sense, mm. and, you know, just because I didn't get it doesn't mean that I failed or anything. That's just life. And mm. that's just how it goes. Like, life is not fair. But at the same time, I don't really think that you should just be content with the whole life is not fair thing. Like, Building resilience to the realities of life and questioning everything, drawing your own conclusions and fighting for them are two things that can coexist. But I think the you know the first one is just a reminder that like just because you expect fairness doesn't mean you're always going to get it. Mm. It's just the whole like entitlement factor. Mm. It's just once you remove that, you'll at least for me. Once I got rid of that line of thinking, I've just become a more happy person. Yeah. What trait do you admire in others but don't possess yourself? Um, not overthinking. <laughs> Very simple, straight yeah. to the point. I don't get how some people can just think of nothing, mm. and I specifically mean that as as a woman looking at other men and how they can just think of nothing. That is something that I can. I just cannot fathom. Like, how do you not think of anything? You're always thinking of something. What do you mean do you, you can just <laughs> stare at a wall and not think of nothing? It's so weird. I kind of just look at someone and they just have like a thousand yard stare, like dead fish eye kind of stare. When I do that, I'm like deep in thought, like deep like contemplation. And then I kind of ask them, it's like, are you okay? They're just like, oh yeah, sorry. I just so <laughs> doubt. I'm like, how do you do that? <laughs> I'm like, it's a Damn. Roman Empire, you know. Oh my god, not even, not you two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, oh my god, I cannot. Yeah, no, I would love to just sometimes think of nothing. I feel like I overthink too much because I just keep thinking. <laughs> <laughs> what is something you are happy with yourself? Uh, any specific category? Um, Not just in general, like, I guess more towards like, uh, characteristics, I guess. My ability to grow, my willingness to grow. Mm. 
as a person. Yeah, yeah. very important. Yeah, I think that. Yeah, think uh, self development, but also knowing which direction to develop because you know you can self develop. Doesn't mean it's always good, but um, yeah, no willingness to grow as a person. Yeah. In a Freaky Friday situation where you woke up in someone else's body, who would you like to be for a day, and have them inhabit your body? Someone extremely rich, so I can just make one bank transfer, and that's it. <laughs> like I'll transfer just enough money so that they won't notice anything, right. but it'll probably be like a pocket change. Like I don't feel really comfortable with like let's say I don't know like a rich male billionaire inhabiting my body, so mm. I'll probably pick Taylor Swift. <laughs> They'll be fun. Like, first man. of all, I love singing. I'll know I probably do a job for a day, maybe hopefully, yeah. maybe one day where you're like not on the tour, but at the same time, it's like. Oh, her cats are cute as well. I kind of wouldn't like see her cats. Yeah, but no, I would do a bank transfer. <laughs> yeah, she wouldn't notice. Yeah, she wouldn't. She wouldn't notice. That's the thing. <laughs> but you know, <laughs> what small insignificant thing gives you joy? Uh oh, I do have an answer for this one. You know when bus drivers pass each other, they give like a little <laughs> wave. That makes me so happy. It's so wholesome. It happened with the NX2 and I was driving in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, as I was coming in, it was like, and they're just like, hey, bro. And it's like, oh my God, that's so wholesome. Oh, that's nice. That's oh nice. my God, it brings me so much indescribable joy. <laughs> also, birds. I love birds. You love birds? I love birds. I know some people hate pigeons and stuff like that, mm. but I remember when in high school, right? You shouldn't feed like the little sparrow, like little birds, but I remember when they would get so like puffy and yeah. like chubby and they would like, they're Tummies would touch the ground and they'd be like little marshmallows. I hate marshmallows, but I like birds, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I just love, I like cute birds. Cute birds. Like, small chubby birds. Yes, they just bring me so much joy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, just very wholesome moments. Like yeah. Cute birds and people enjoying life. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is a good answer. <laughs> so I've got one more segment before we finish it off. But sure. before that, should we go through your ones? Sure. So pick, pick out some of the like three three of the best ones, three of your favorite ones. Oh dear. Do you want like ones that won't make you spiral into like a? Oh, I reckon pick your favorite ones. Oh, good lord. Um. Okay. <laughs> there it is. All right. Um. There is a quote from John Paul Gaultier that I like. Mm. There is not one kind of beauty, but many, many kinds of beauty. What are some things in life that you find beautiful? What are some things in life that you find beautiful? Yes. Do you have answers for all these questions? Yes. Kind of. I do have to think about them, but I generally do have answers to all of them. Mm. So I live in a neighborhood where there are a lot of families around here. Mm -hmm. And because of that, there are a lot of kids around here, right? Mm. Sometimes when I go for a run and come back or come back, uh, I'm coming back after like work or something. Yeah. And I'm just chilling in my room. I hear like kids playing outside mm -hmm. laughing and you know, that's general kid noises. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's beautiful. Do you like children? Um, or is like too much of a strong word and you just enjoy seeing children? I mean, I ne I never, I've never disliked them because I know some mm. people like actively dislike children. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's not me. Mm. But I'm not the person who's like, I know I want to be a dad. <laughs> you know, that kind of person. I, I know I'm not like that <laughs> yeah, either. So yeah, yeah. I would say pretty neutral. Okay. Yeah, pretty yeah, yeah. in the middle. In the middle. Mm, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Nice. What about you? 
Um, for me, my answer to this is always like because after working like with cosmetics and stuff like that, a very pro- prominent thing that always comes up in like the world of beauty is the whole anti aging. Mm. I call it bullshit. I call it the anti aging bullshit thing because uh, I won't rant about it too much, but it further perpetuates the fact that I don't understand. I cannot fathom why they would ever portray just a natural course of life as something so undesirable. Mm. I think a lot of like advertising is quite toxic as well. Like they have this like, um, like for example, let's just call something a youth serum. They use a 25 year old for it. And I'm like, dude, you're 25. You don't need this shit. Sh- like you're marketing towards like, let's just, you know, let's admit it. The demographic of women who are like, you know, maybe in their forties, fifties, maybe getting some like fine lines here mm. and there. And you use a 25 year old for like the model for it. What the heck are they going to get out of it? And it's just, it just makes me very angry. And now, like, there are just, like, so many laws that have been implemented that you have to disclaim whether this has been photoshopped right. or not. And it's like, seriously? And you can debate on, like, whether it's good, like, it actually works or not, and whether people, like, charge, like, $1,200 for, like, a pot of cream and mm. say, like, oh, it's this, this amount of ingredients, like, glacier water from Alaska. Okay, whatever. Mm. Either way, you sh- probably shouldn't be portraying something that's just a natural course of life as something so bad. Which is why, you know, I kind of look at, you know, my parents now and I can see that they're visibly getting older. And it's like, I don't really lament over that because I'm just like, well, they've lived a life to tell. They've lived a story to tell. And I think for me, I would, you know, I say some things and I don't probably shouldn't around some people because they're just like, oh, why would you think that? But I sometimes have this thought where it's like, I can't wait till the day I'm 30. Mm. I can't wait till the day I get older because I feel like aging is a privilege. You know, things like health is wealth. Um, I've had some troubles with that in the past. So it kind of makes me wonder if I'll ever get, you know, live to see the day, you know, like Halley's Comet passes by in the next 50 years or something. Like, you know, mm. things like that. So... That's what I find beautiful in life. Like, ir- ironically, you know, it's a very hot take, controversial opinion, mm. but that's just what I find beautiful in life. Like people getting older. Yeah. Yeah. Heck so, yeah. yeah, that's my answer. Yeah, good answer. <laughs> when I see like celebrities, it's like a typical example of mm. some celebrities get a lot of plastic surgery, and you can mm. tell. Yeah. I've never thought. Oh man, like, I mean, this is a personal opinion too. Mm-hmm. You know, people like different things, but I've never, I've always thought with like people. Without plastic surgeries, mm. I always thought like, man, they they look very elegant. Mm. But I look at people with plastic surgeries. Mm. I don't know. I never thought um, they looked great. Like, mm. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, like it is their personal choice, and I respect that for them. Mm. It's just that it's just upsetting because you know that they've been pressured, like yeah. pressured by either beauty standards exactly. or like societal pressure, or maybe people telling them, oh, you're looking, you know, you have a few things on your face. Mm. Uh, I don't know. I know, like, things aren't going to change over time, but at least I can, like, you know, do my part. It's like, I vigorously have, I very openly complain to my dad. It's like, oh my God, this is a bunch of bullshit. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Cool. That's nice, nice. one out of three. Yeah. I'll take another one. All right. Who was your first friend and are they still in your life? Damn, this fun. Who was my first friend? Um and it has to be like a human <laughs> human friend, right? Is like, your first friend a dog or nah, a cat? <laughs> like I'm or thinking, your imaginary yeah, friend. I'm thinking like when I was younger I had the uh, Tinky Winky <laughs> like a Teletubby like a uh, thing. 
that I used oh, to carry around. Oh, I know around. the story. You told me that. Did I tell <laughs> you, you the, that? You had the tele- tele- Yeah, that's right. Teletubbies, yeah. <laughs> I used to love Teletubbies, so that... Oh, no. I, to be fair, I never really considered it. You know, like, some kids, like, talk to their, like, you know, talk to their favorite, like, a doll or soft toy. Yes. But I, I never... I, I always drew a distinct line between, like, friends, <laughs> sanity... Insanity. Okay, Edge Lord. <laughs> <laughs> now, who was my first friend? I would say, like, I probably had a friend in kindergarten. And yeah. Yeah, I vaguely remember, but definitely not in my life right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember up to what point that they were in your life? It would have been pretty short because we moved around a lot. Oh. Yeah, so I don't have that many long-term friends that mm. we go way back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it would be cool. I think it's also like a general generational thing because I my first friend that I remember was from when I was five in primary school, and I met her this year, first time in about ten years. Ten. Yeah. Ten years. Yeah. Yeah. It's so jarring to kind of see how someone was exactly the way you remember them, and yet nothing like the way you remember them. Like I will, I will never, you know, I will never change, but I will never be the same kind of mm. thing. But I was just like. It's also weird because the last time I saw her, I was like 10 years old. I don't remember, I don't, I didn't feel like I was suddenly 10 years old again. I was just like, oh, I come to terms with the fact that, oh, this is my friend. She is now 20 and we are now 20. Yeah. We're not five years old anymore. But yeah, no, I went with her. I was in the same school as her up until like intermediate. We parted ways in intermediate. But her birthday is four days before mine. Mm. So every every year, without fail, we've always wished, wished each other happy birthday, happy birthday over text. Mm. Even though we talk, like, nothing <laughs> for the rest of the year. We do not talk for the rest of the year. Until, like, very recently when we um caught up over lunch. But, yeah, no. Like, every single year, we still wish each other happy birthday. So, sure. yeah, that's my first friend. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. But um, I also feel like it's a generational thing because at least I had text, you yeah. know? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, what are you? True. Who are you texting in kindergarten? Nobody. Nobody. <laughs> I have no phone at kindergarten. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, these questions are good. I like them. Thank you. Um, hmm. Okay. When did you last cry in public in front of another person and shit. by yourself? Three scenarios. Oh shit! In public, in front of another person, and by yourself. By myself. Yes. Oh my days. Oh my days. That's tough. You're welcome to not admit any of them to the public. <laughs> it is a very raw question. <laughs> in public, I must have. Mm-hmm. I must have. It was the last time you did that. It's it's probably when I was a kid. What do you define as a kid? Like, 10 years or below. Damn, I really? Think so. I think so. Like, I, ca- I can't remember. Like, the last... It doesn't matter if people were watching or not. Yeah. But like, really? Probably, like, I 10 so. years ago? I, th- I would say so. Like, I can't remember last time. I w- Maybe in like airport or something. You know? That's public, right? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, yeah. So maybe okay. okay, If 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 in that case, maybe in airport, like maybe like ten years ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah, around ten years ago in airport, because um, my family 
goes in and out of Korea from here oh, yeah. and to there and stuff. Are your parents in Korea? Uh, my dad is. My mom's in Korea. Oh, yeah. Um, and my brother in Korea, too. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's that. Um, in front of someone else, probably with... Um, uh, maybe with my mom. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if that was the last time. Mm-hmm. There was probably some, something else between that. But like about a year-ish ago when she was going back to Korea. Mm-hmm. It's a kind of similar vibe. Oh, kind yeah. of cheating here. <laughs> <laughs> By myself. Um, what time is it? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> By myself. Uh, well, is it a long story or do you want this to be over? <laughs> No, I think um, I think I'm a crier, like you know, watching movies. Yeah, or, yeah like, of course. Yeah. Same. <laughs> Don't yeah. get me wrong. So probably like I want to say like even like maybe like a week or month ago. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's quite That's a frequent a thing. <laughs> That's so oh, really. <laughs> was it because of like media or was it because you were sad? Usually it's. Kind oh, by of... the way, when I say cry, like yeah. I generally mean sad. Like if you are crying ah. yourself to tears, like because you are like laughing so hard, that's right, like, like right. so that's a whole different story. Oh. But I mean like sad. Now usually, um, like when I cry by myself, it's because I'm like touched. You know, like you watch like a nice movie and you're like, oh, that's nice. That when kind of... was the last time you've cried because you were sad? Because I was sad by myself. <sighs> Probably like. Oh, it's not. It's kind of frequent too. Like maybe like a month ago or something. Are you comfortable saying the reason? Saying the reason. Usually, you remember. Like it. Usually, it's like when I feel a bit overwhelmed. Oh yeah. Like there's a lot of things going on. Because a month ago you started your new job. That's true. That's true. I mean, yeah. It it was it was like month month was like a like arbitrary time. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but I think I yeah. It's just um. Sometimes I'm like, oh, like it feels a bit too much. There's this going on. There's this mm, thing going on. Of course. And sometimes, um, cause I'm Catholic. Oh yeah. And yeah. I and I pray. Mm. And sometimes I do that, and I'm like, oh, like <laughs> <laughs> shed a bit of tear. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cool. Yeah, yeah. That's me. That's me. How about you? Nice. Um, in public was, and a concert actually, so no one noticed. Oh, but um, it one. was, yeah. Conan Gray. Not sure if you heard of him, but he has this one song that I really love called Movies. Okay. And I'm just like, ah, oh, shit. Because it was like the one that I was looking forward to and it was like my favorite song at the time. But it just moved me so much mm. that, you know, you have thousands and thousands of people just like singing along to oh, the same song. Goosebumps. And I was just like, one, the song's like quite sad. So yeah. I was like really moved by it and I was really like touched by it. But it was like November two- 2022. Mm. So, um. Last year. Yeah, like... A year ago. Yeah, literally. Oh, wow, it's already been a year. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> time flies. But yeah, no, that was the last time I cried in public. In front of someone else... Um, oh, God. It'd be over the phone. Yeah. that's That counts? Three weeks ago. Three weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. I may have lied and said I wasn't crying, but I probably was. Right. <laughs> yeah. But no, I think I was just so frustrated and mm. overwhelmed. And I was like, oh why <laughs> yeah i just got very it, you know i don't usually let things i'm usually quite a confrontational person i don't usually let things get to a certain point where it all bursts out but for that specific situation i feel like i was not in a position to process things rationally for a long time because i had like a really crappy month and it just further built up and i was like dude i can't do this anymore yeah. <laughs> and it just burnt up um to myself is actually a really interesting one because i remember 
May, at the end of May, I was starting to realize that I was getting irritable over things that I wouldn't usually get irritated at. And then I realized that, oh my God, I haven't cried for a month. Okay. And I feel like that was such a pivotal moment for me because, you know, when life wasn't as busy in COVID, I was like free to really express myself in the comfort of my own room because it was COVID. Mm. But um, when I... You know, like, work, I was so busy at work. And then, you know, that was pretty much like every day and, like, other life. Thing. I just eventually came to a realization, oh, snap, I haven't cried in a month. Mm. So I think I do this thing where I put on something really sad, like, at the end of the month. Listen! <laughs> I put on Start some- cutting onion. <laughs> no, no, cutting no, 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 no. Like, actually emotions, not just forcing myself <laughs> to cry. I don't cut onions at the end of every month. <laughs> no, but um, I so I like put on something like a sad movie or something Aww. so I can cry at the end of every month just to let it all out because I feel like there's a lot of things built out. Whether they're happy or sad emotions, there's just a lot of emotions that are built mm. up. And I realized that moment, I was like, oh crap, I haven't cried. So like I would go, this has never happened before. I would sometimes go like a month without crying if yeah. I'm very busy and stuff like that or like many weeks. And I would like, I remember the last time I did it, I put on my favorite film, Interstellar. Have you watched it? Yes. Yes. You know what happens. Great in there, film. But, oh my god, the amount that I cried <laughs> was so much. But um, yeah. No. Also, Oppenheimer. When I watched it by oh. myself, I wanted to watch Oppenheimer by myself because it was one of those films where I knew I would have to like think intellectually yeah. by myself, and I don't want any distractions. So I bought like a very nice, you know, very very nice ticket and very nice stuff like that. I remember when they first like you know, set off the n- nuclear bomb mm. and then the sparks, the imagery sparks yeah. and how like reflected like at the very beginning, like in his dreams, stuff like that. Something about that touched me so much. Right. And it just moved me. It's, I love Christopher Nolan films. If you haven't, um, <laughs> ho- uh, you True. know, noticed already, True. you know, Edicella and Oppenheimer, but no, something about that moved me so much. And I was like, this is a movie about mass destruction and here I am tearing up over a bloody Oppenheimer. Yeah. But yeah, no, I would say that was also one of the other times. But yeah, yeah no, I would say like every month routinely. It's coming up. End of month is coming up. Oh, snap, it is. You have to schedule in your... Oh, no, I have to schedule in my sad hours. Yeah. Tomorrow could be, right? Oh, oh yes, yeah. no, it's tomorrow. Oh yeah, yeah. Sunday. Is Here's tomorrow. the thing, right? Ever since moving to my new role, I have to do month-end reporting. Yeah. So like the day before and the day off, I don't usually think about the fact that I oh Nate, where I need to do my monthly cry. Yeah, monthly. <laughs> my monthly cry. <laughs> my monthly cry. <laughs> because I'm just like, oh my god, I have to wake up tomorrow. I show up to work at eight a.m. and do like reporting. <laughs> There must be a science behind crying and stress release. Of course. I mean, I don't be. I don't think there needs to be a study on it. Just do it. It helps. Just do it. <laughs> crying is the new cleansing, guys. <laughs> Cry, crying, crying is the new fasting, you know? <laughs> what the f- <laughs> But yeah, no, like, genuinely, I feel like, oh, I, like, I was just like, why am I getting so irritated over mm. the things I usually don't get irritated and I realize, oh. I haven't cried in a while. Okay. I put on Interstellar and I was just like, I cried for like a, like many hours and I was just like, you know what? I feel a lot better now. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. Those are my three questions. <laughs> Great questions, Essie. Thank you for sharing that with us. I'll share you the entire file. <laughs> Heck yes. And we are nearing towards the end. We've got one more segment before we close off. Before that, is there any, is there anything that you would like to throw? Because you don't have socials. Because yep. usually people like share, share. I usually mm. get people to share their socials, which yep. is fine you, if you don't have anything. I don't. <laughs> LinkedIn or anything like that? Um, please don't. <laughs> please don't. <laughs> okay. I mean, I'll probably have to know you first. Um, 
watch the new Hunger Games, watch Five Nights at Freddy's with people. Markiplier is making a new movie called Iron Lung. It's going to be in theatres. I don't know when, but it yeah. will be. What else? And stay, watch this space for your new book. Or don't. <laughs> or don't. <laughs> or don't. Um, buy Carpety Yogurt. We, we <laughs> buy Carpety Yogurt. It's very good. It's very good. <laughs> I if Kapiti dies, I die. <laughs> I love Kapiti yoga. <laughs> well, you heard it here first, guys. So for the last segment, a bit controversial. Have you heard of that fa- that phrase that says, "Your eyes are the windows to your soul"? Mm-hmm. Well, it's a lie. It's the window to your soul is actually your phone notes. Can we look into your soul? What do you aim to get out of the segment? <laughs> Just pure enjoyment. Cool. Well, I'll read you my three pinned ones. Actually, two okay. pinned ones because I can't bloody count. Um, my first one is called "My Author Contemporary." Contemporary. I don't know how to pronounce that. I don't even know if it's real world, a uh, real word. But um, I just write. I have five lines on it, and essentially like character name ideas, title name ideas, and book name ideas. Okay. I won't share any of that now. The other one, the big one, is called Notes of My Life. And I always have one of these. And essentially, it's things like, um, it has my NHI number, <laughs> my, my um, eyesight um, right. degrees, uh, the password to my watch in case I forget ah. it, my favorite quote, and my PIN number to my credit card. Right. My favorite quote is, measure your life in love. And it's called, um, and it's from the musical Rent. It's my favorite musical. Wait, what's, the, what's the quote? Measure your life in love. Measure life in love. Damn. Yes. I would like to get it tattooed on me someday. Where? <laughs> I don't think it's appropriate for me to share that with you, but probably something on like my ribcage because it's oh, close like to my here. heart. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's sick. <clears throat> yeah, that's a sick location. Yeah, that's probably gonna hurt a lot though. Oh, but um, when yes. I'm less of a chicken, I might give it a go. <laughs> and then I have a bunch of quotes that like I've come across throughout the years. For example, if it makes you happy, it doesn't have to make sense to anyone else. Um, if you do only what you can do, you'll never be more than you are now. Mm. Uh, another quote from Rent, forget regret or life is yours to miss, which is why I'm very gung-ho about the whole, I don't regret anything. Um, uh, funny quotes, like if it walks like a duck and quacks like a duck, it probably is a duck. (laughs) Um, there's probably some wisdom in there. Yeah. Um, Jason, I have a quote from Jason, bloody hell. It says, I I mean, that's a great, uh, that's a great goal to have. Don't let the perfect be the evil of good. Let me, let me process this. Sorry. (laughs) I take, takes a while to process. I was talking about like a goal and how like I was a bit anxious of going for Mm. it because you know, I wouldn't be perfect. And he goes, don't let the perfect. Don't let perfect be the evil of good. Damn. Sounds like a data engineer or something. You know what? I, if I tell this to him, he's going to be like, I said that. <laughs> <laughs> um, one from Daniel Howell, one of my favorite YouTubers, is have the courage to exist. Um, from Marie Curie, my favorite scientist, mm. now is the time to understand more so we may fear less. And the funniest one I have. The more you fuck around, the more you find out. (laughs) (laughs) And then I literally have a section on this note. It's called questions to answers, which is just very niche answers. Like, for example, ask, what is your special talent? And I'd be like, my special talent is having no special talent. But no, my special talent is falling asleep in wildly inappropriate places. The amount of times I've fallen asleep on a meeting, in work, in front of other people, giving a seminar, and in uni lecture halls is absolutely embarrassing. Once I was in a workshop at work i was sitting in front row i kind of leaned like 
sorry, I'm like, yeah. I kind of lean like this, yeah. and then I just close my eyes and pass out. Oh, <laughs> like, because I, I have to fight for my life not to do that. So, oh, I feel, I feel that. I feel that. Yeah, no, I fall asleep in the bumpiest car rides. I remember once a group of us were driving back from Hamilton. I fell asleep in the back car, and yeah. this guy was not driving, like, smoothly at all. And I still fell asleep. I've fallen asleep on a meeting. I once, like, leaned my head back yeah. on a chair, like, in a small cubby meeting room at work. And I just fell asleep, woke up. It's, it was, like, 48 minutes into the hour-long meeting. I was like, oh, shit. But it was, like, a seminar anyway, so I didn't right. have to contribute to it. But, you yeah, know. Oh my goodness! My <laughs> falling asleep in wild, in, wildly inappropriate places. Uh, my niche interests. I feel like I should have a lot more, but pens. Pens, okay. I really like pens. Um, and <laughs> finite Freddy's. My law. My knowledge of the law is like encyclopedic <laughs> at this point. <laughs> Unhinged bucket list. I kind of want to get struck by lightning one day because I feel like it'd be cool. Oh. <laughs> I want to win something from a claw machine because I'm a sore loser and I never win that. I got Did that you win that from a claw Me and, me and, um, me can, and my flatmate. Can you win something for me? I'm really bad at it. <laughs> um, yeah, I couldn't believe it because there was my... I'm pretty sure it was my first time. Yeah? I was so excited. Well, better like, than no times because I'm a sore loser. But, um, yeah. I have this wild like dream that like one day I'll buy like a really cheap wedding dress and hire a friend that does photography, drive out to a beach during sunset, and take cool photos of me ruining a wedding dress in the ocean for the lols. Very Magella-like. Um, most hated foods, eggplant, marshmallows. I fucking hate marshmallows. This is what I wrote, by the way. People that annoy you. I love eggplants. I hate eggplants. It's so I'm delicious. Sorry. It's just a texture for me. I'm eggplant. so sorry. Eggplant. I... Miss, miss, miss Plant. Miss if Plant. Watch, if you're watching this. I'm not going to ask what that is. <laughs> oh, egg, egg, plant. Oh, yeah. No, I don't know. Okay. Just being <laughs> People that ignore, uh, annoy you. People who chew with their mouth open. People who gatekeep fragrances or cosmetics. People who change the pronouns in songs to be straight. People who feel entitled to touch service dogs or animals. People who say the word he or she instead of they. Uh, they. People who answer questions with another question. Uh, people who claim to speak a language when they only know their self-introduction, how to order soup at a restaurant, and the word duck, and literally nothing else to actually have a conversation. <laughs> Very niche things that tick me off. When the title of your song is the first word in your chorus. The quote, everything happens for a reason. American spelling. When you spell minimize with a Z, I will get angry. Um, my favorite director, Christopher Nolan. Favorite movies, Interstellar, Oppenheimer, Crazy Rich Ages, Hidden Figures, The Devil Was Prada, and Home Alone. Are you having fun? Yeah, I'm having, like, <laughs> this is, this is, like, everything that I could wish and hope for. Like, if, <laughs> if every one of my podcast <laughs> interview yeah. guests um, had this, you know? <laughs> Best things to exist ever. Finance at 36, Henry's last speech before the game closes out. My Comlord 301 and Finance 251 group projects. They were such good group projects. I love them so much. How to Train Your Dragon movie soundtrack. <laughs> Um, uh, dinner with anyone, dead or alive. <laughs> Princess Diana, Vincent Van Gogh, Marie Curie, Whitney Houston. Um, uh, random thoughts. My knowledge of FNAF is literally encyclopedic. <laughs> I love the iceberg videos where people deep dive into a niche topic for three hours. Um, <sighs> best insults. Communication skills of an alarm clock. Referring <laughs> to babies because they do nothing but scream. Iconic quotes that I remember. The one video where it says, if my grandma had wheels, she would have been a bike. It's, it's part of iconic British television. I can send you the... And a whole bunch of YouTube shorts of like recipes of food that look really yummy okay. that I'm probably going to make one day. But yeah, no, that's notes of my life. 
Damn. I have more. <laughs> um, I have another separate notes of like lyric ideas and also notes of like like music notes yeah. that kind of like make sense, but usually like t- song title ideas and stuff like that. Um, I I have like a whole uh after I watched Oppenheimer, I made a um like reflection on the movie. Um, God, the president, I forgot his name already, is such an accurate caricature of a world leader. Uh, what stood out to me was the imagery after the explosion, how they didn't focus on the Japanese... Oh, shit, spoilers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Never mind. Um, but the quote I like from it is, reading sheet music isn't about can you read the music, it's about can you hear the music, which relates to me because music. Um, also, nobody knows what you believe, do you? Um, hit me pretty hard. Um... I like it. Uh, and then I have a letter to myself when I wrote when on like my last hour of being nineteen to my twenty year old self. When oh, I turned twenty. Yeah. Uh, I will read it and skip out the maybe depressing parts. Dear twenty year old Jesse Liu, hey, it's one hour from meeting you. How surreal. How are you? I know you didn't want this day to happen a long time ago, and I know you feel won't feel any different, but probably still be upset a lot at the realization that time is inevitably moving on. I'm extremely lucky to say that you won't have to worry about anything that has stressed you previously, like your degree, because you have one now. You're welcome. But I'm only kidding, as I know things will only get more difficult from here, but just know that new things await you. Our past selves and I have learnt so many things to take you here to where you are today. I never want you to forget the three quotes that you swore to live by. One, measure your life in love. Two, if you only can do what you if you only do what you can do, you'll never be more than you are now and have the courage to exist. Uh, I know I said I hope a lot of times, but I have so many more. I hope you go places that I never could. I hope that one day you'll never have to doubt yourself when you wonder whether you deserve to be happy. I hope this day marks the end of the storm before the rainbow, and I hope your heart lifts the heavy burden that finds colors that make you feel alive like you're 16 and you smell like summer. But most of all, I hope you remember to let your existence be a reminder that life doesn't have to be perfect to be beautiful. I hope you fall in love with being alive. Kindest grass from me to you, 19-year-old Jesse Liu. Damn. <laughs> I look back at it now, and it makes me very happy to see that I'm much more happier now. Um, I thought about, speaking of starting commentary, starting YouTube channels, I thought about being a commentary YouTuber where I just kind of sit there and rant. Yeah. Um, my video ideas... Breaking down Haikyuu and the genius of it all. <laughs> Cosmetic consumerism before and after the pandemic. My Little Pony. Uh, digital <laughs> digital footprints and Five Nights at Freddy's security breach and why it was really bad. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> um, points of discussion. Um, MBTI and how the whole concept of MBTI is still a pseudoscience and it compensates for the fact that people don't actually know what their personality is, hence why people are really obsessed with them. Additionally, always talking crap about other people to compensate the fact that you have no personality. Um, uh, something that annoys me. When you read something that someone has wrote and you just know that they wrote it using ChatGPT because they were dumb enough to not change it from American spelling to British spelling. I was looking at computers one day and looking at, is Ryzen 7 or i5 better? Um, and the idea of romanticizing Paris is exclusively and ironically an American sentiment. French people have been saying forever that Paris is the worst part of France. Sorry. I don't know where that came from. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but that's just like, you know, um, I have this one, uh, 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 call the bank and ask them about these things. (laughs) Okay. Um, you know, things like contracts. Uh and oh. uh, uh and I also from my first audit, 
in my first job, I have a list of like iconic quotes from my team. Okay. Yeah, Jason has uh, quite a lot of them. Hey, Jason, I hope you don't mind me spilling a few. Shout out, Jason. But um, uh, <laughs> really interesting chemistry I project that he works on. <laughs> <laughs> um. One of iconic quotes of him is, um, "Oh my God, guys! I'm not gonna commit fraud. Jeez, <laughs> out of context. Um, he once bought four protein shakes because, dude, they're 45 grams each. Um, this is very out of context without knowing the fact <laughs> that this was my job. But then we, um, I was driving past him uh, because it was the end of work, mm. and he was walking to the shop where he was gonna buy stuff. And I was like, I rolled down the window. I was like, committing fraud, are we? <laughs> And I remember I brought, like, a hand cream that had, like, a okay. cow on it because it had milk in it. And then he read the contents of it. He was reading the ingredients. And he started to wax poetic about the atrociously low protein content in my hand cream. Okay. Yeah, that's my notes. Wow. That's that's a proper look into your... <laughs> <laughs> so notes of my life. <laughs> I love this. So you, you like taking notes, huh? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean... I feel like I can't say a lot of the things I write down to other people. <laughs> Otherwise, it will be really concerned for me. I also have things like um, TV shows that I like have like in mind to mm. watch. Um, food places. Like Rude Boy, apparently they have very good pasta. I love okay. pasta. I wrote one of my grad because they asked for a basic skincare routine. And I wrote them a skincare oh, routine. Like okay. explaining to them why each and everything is. Yeah. And then uh, here's my... Uh, cohort perfume matches and here's like right I've become <laughs> i started <laughs> on like noting down perfume matches um here is my um 30 questions to become me friends hopefully no, oh. where i just write my 30 questions cool along, with, too. along with bonus questions and um this was an old conversation that i say from messen from instagram before oh. i deleted it with a friend that i had who was japanese but yeah. lived in um santa monica that's cool um, america I kind of hold on to it because we're not friends anymore. We kind of just drifted apart. But um, I can just say, they're very successful. And if you search up a website, they're on the front page of it. And it's a very successful organization. I'll show you later. Okay. But, Uh, yeah. Do you mean where she works? Uh, Or? Yeah. Vaguely. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Well, listen, so, uh, you have to show me right after this. Yeah, of course I will. Yeah. Yeah, I've, oh. got, I've got stories to tell that I probably shouldn't put on the internet. But yeah, well, no, sounds good. Looking forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, those Should are the... Should put that on Patreon or something? Sound <laughs> <laughs> on my Patreon for exclusive <laughs> stories. That sounds so shady. <laughs> exclusive podcast. Yeah. Well, but no, those are my notes. My phone notes. Yeah. No, that was really fun. Thank Do you, you have any to spill? Oh, my phone notes? Yeah. Oh, it's... my. So, this one is my work phone, so it doesn't have anything here. Okay. Do you remember anything on your phone? I, I know one of them is, like, my measurements, like... Uh-huh. Um, oh, your yeah, clothing measurement. Yeah yeah, 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 And, like, waist and all that. Yeah, yeah. Because um, I always forget. <laughs> um, and what else? A lot of, like... Um, Things to do with podcast, things you you would expect like podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't really use notes that much. Yeah, yeah. yeah so no. things to do with podcasts, and that's about it. I used to vent to my notes. I don't do that anymore right, because okay. if I did, I would read it out, and we'd be here for a long time. But the last time I vented to it was like my like dear twenty year old self one. Yeah, yeah. But like now, I don't like whenever I'm thinking. Oh, actually, no. 
on my OneNote at work, okay. I have this tab called Brain Dump, and it's right. password locked. Right. And I every time I like um like have this thought and I write it in Brain Dump, like whenever I encounter like a particularly frustrating situation. And I remember the first one. I I timestamp it with like the date and the time mm. and everything. And I remember the first one is that I saw my previous manager waiting for his boss, like waiting for his performance review and yeah. his boss in a meeting room. And I kind of look over, and for a second, it kind of just hit me like a truck that he looks so small, right? Like, because you know, like to me, he's my you know yes. manager. You know, I look up to him. But for a second, he looks so small, waiting for his boss, who he probably looks up to. And I just want, I kind of look at him and I'm just like, wow, for a second he just looks so small. I wonder mm. if I've ever looked like that to anyone. And I probably do. I probably look like that to a lot of people. Mm. But yeah, no, that was my first brain dump. I have a brain dump of that at, like, at work as yeah. well. <laughs> One note that. <laughs> it's password lock. You're not going to be able to get into it. <laughs> it's a very easy password. It's my name. <laughs> okay. Well, no. Now everyone knows. Everyone. Well, you know one's going to be able to access my OneNote. That's the thing. <laughs> And plus, it's like nothing scandalous. It's like, yeah, you know, it's like, brain dump. Yeah, it's brain dump. And also, um, whenever I would give feedback to other people, like um, the boss that I was talking, like my manager who I was talking about, then his manager, his manager asked me, who mm. was like three steps down on the organization chart, for feedback on him. And I was like, okay, cool. I'll just write it in my mm. brain dump. Yeah, interesting. But you know, like a lot of like funny quotes. Um, I do this thing at work where in my Teams, com- Microsoft Teams conversations, the funniest quote gets pinned. Okay. <laughs> I have so many good quotes. Oh my god, it's so funny. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, no, that's something that I do with everyone I chat to. Oh, I mean, I, I don't that. have one with you yeah. right now, but you know, if you ever say something funny and I pin something, <laughs> know that that's going to be immortalized. I have great ones. Oh, like, I don't, I haven't said anything funny, guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you just joined, so I feel I just like joined. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that no. is true. That is true. <laughs> well, this has been on. Um, Really fun conversation, Jesse, and <laughs> I, I was just so happy that you're you're really into fashion, and I have now I know that there's an outlet for my passion for fashion, you know, to you know, oh, there's an outlet for that. That so rhymed. Hear that? There you go. Yeah. So yeah, I really appreciate you being here. I really appreciate you being so open to read. Yeah. Let us look into the you know through the window to your soul, like very directly, <laughs> very directly. So I really appreciate you for that. But, iconic yeah. notes in my life. You should have one. I should save have all one. your iconic quotes that make you go, "Wow, that's deep." <laughs> I mean, I started one and it's empty still. <laughs> oh, it's not profound enough. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Thank, thank you for being here. Thank no you. worries. Thank you. Thank you. Bye, everyone. Bye, bye. See ya. Love ya. Uh, subscribe to Markiplier. <laughs> subscribe to my, my. So, sorry. Follow this podcast uh, first, yes. and then subscribe, subscribe to, Markiplier. to my channel first, and then yeah, subscribe to Markiplier and subscribe to PewDiePie. <laughs> he doesn't need any more. <laughs> subscribe to. <laughs> no, we're taking back. You're taking the title back from Mr. Beast. NT <laughs> series. NT series, guys. Okay, guys, we're going now. Bye. Love Bye-bye. you. Bye.